We find ourselves way out west in the almost literal lawless wastelands that were once Baron Talus's estate, town, and just surrounding barony. Last week on the Two Perception Show, we started to explore that Talus barony. We headed out across our newly constructed bridge the canyon west of Stockies, so you can now go that way to get to Moost, and even to get to Voinaris. If you can get past this whole Talus Barony thing. You've heard a lot of rumors. You've heard a lot of rumors. You've heard it's just overrun by bandits. You've heard basically nobody even lives there anymore and it's abandoned. You've heard all sorts of things. Lots of talk uh, of a curse. Yeah, it, it's... You know, you want to just push that off, but this is Galarian. It's an actual thing that happens sometimes. I'm literally carrying around a cursed ring. It's a literal thing that Allegedly. happens sometimes. <laughs> Allegedly cursed. You haven't put it on yet. So there's, we have the word of one shopkeep and I guess your own identify that claims. Yeah, my, my rolling like a 44 on a spellcraft. Yeah, no one's put it on yet. It can't. The guy who put it on isn't dead. It came off. It can't be that bad. Come on, With yeah, the relax. help of the Church of Abadar. Can't be that bad. Being such if it a was, nerd. If it was that bad, he'd be dead or insane. Come on, what 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 kind of like kindergarten exactly. tier curse is this that he puts it on and still has enough of his right mind to head to the Church of Abadar and get it taken off, and that they can just do it with no repercussions. Fisher <laughs> Price curse. Fisher Price curses. This is like Baby's the Lincoln Lodge. Build your first curse. <laughs> Build Baby's your first curse. Baby's first curse. Baby's first curse is even better. <laughs> anyway. Build a curse. <laughs> the point is, it's a thing that happens sometimes when, you know, magic is involved and magic is incredibly complicated and magic is difficult to harness sometimes. On your way out, you passed by a camp. That uh, came to be known as Newtown, with an E on the end, so they're a respectable name, Newtown. I know you guys have been stressing really hard about renaming stockies who live next to a place called Newtown, so don't think that hard about it. Just pebble New stockies. New stockies. No. You know Newtown was actually in my head as contention before we actually got to Newtown? And realized that that was already taken. Yeah, you yeah. can't have the same email address yeah. as somebody else, because then the messengers will get lost. We could always go New Newtown One. I mean, you could name it Newtown One. People do that on X Xbox. X Newtown <laughs> XX. Dot <laughs> that. <laughs> anyway, Newtown is where most of the displaced residents of what was once Jambus, the main home of. Ba uh, Baron Talus and his people lived. They resettled out Jambus? east. New Jambus. Well, that's technically not taken. I don't know why they didn't call it New Jambus. That seems like the easy <laughs> one. But whatever. And there you met a baronet. One of the underlings to Baron Talus himself. Baronet Vort. Who expressed great interest in, well, your interest in investigating what happened to his ruler and friend. He gave you his family insignia, said if anyone was still alive and in their right mind back in Jambus, they'd recognize it. And without much more he could help you with there, 
other than reinforcing the prevailing curse theory with some witchcraft tales, set you out on your way. Well, I mean, I don't know if curse is the word that would describe what's happening upon your arrival in Jambus. I think it could more simply be explained as completely infested with spiders. Which could be a curse of its own denomination, I suppose. Could be related to a curse. Yeah, it could be just cursed with spiders. That's definitely a thing that could happen. They could have also just had a giant infestation of very large cockroaches or something. The spiders are just here to clean it up. Well, that well, could have, been have done that. There must have been a lot of cockroaches for them to get quite so large, though. As making your way into the ruins of the town, you came across several very large horse-sized spiders. Still really just mindless spiders. Didn't have a whole lot of capability to fight off five trained adventurers. And as you made your way through the town ruins to what was left of the Talus estate itself. You guys reflected on your past experiences and those spiders were no match for a party of fifth level adventurers. And now, were you to befall them again, certainly no match for the party of sixth level adventurers that you have now become. So congratulations, team, on that ascension. Six levels a pretty interesting place in Pathfinder for a lot of people, specifically full bab marshals, of which we have two, because you guys just get your second inherent attack. Everyone else is kind of chilling, largely. I don't know if there's anything particularly exciting that you wizardly sorts get at six. No, we're all getting amazing stuff at seven. Yeah, yeah you, get, you get next level. You're a little bit of light bloomers. But I know Dara and Nell here now definitely have their second iterative attacks. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a suggestion now, right? As a bardic know. performance. Yeah, yeah, as a bardic performance, I have a suggestion. That is actually super cool. That's mm -hmm. that's pretty useful. It, it, it's so, really roundabout, though. Yeah. Yeah, all, all the things are. The bardic fascinates also super roundabout. The ones that... It, well, it, you have to fascinate them first. To suggest. Suggest them. Oh, wow. So it also has all the roundaboutness of the fascinate performance tied into yeah. it. Fair enough. It's... It's difficult to use bardic performances not called inspire courage. Yeah. Mostly, I mean, there's plenty of social situations where you can utilize it. Yeah, There are, but then you have Inspire Competence, which is like Inspire Courage for skill checks. We could so, use some of that. Yeah, you guys could use some competence, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> you've, had, you've had a difficult time finding enough of it recently. But your newly minted six-level selves, with uh, whatever powers you would not need to rest to attain so again spellcast your friends i don't think you're getting much because any new spell any new extra casts you would have unlocked any new spells you would have learned that you would have finalized your research on is going to happen tonight when you rest and not now but anything you just get inherently your increased saves your increased base attack bonus uh any class features that come along with level six and all have of those level to. six feats that everyone gets what? Okay, fighter. Okay, fighter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, did I miss it? I forgot to put a feed on. Oh man. I'm so but no. I'm I'm a spontaneous caster, so I do know mine. 
You actually, that is that is right. As a spontaneous caster, you will just have whatever I'm new stuff like, you would have. Oh yeah, it's a, it's just an Orion and Baylor that have to rest to prepare their new things. But yeah, you you actually would just come into a new wave of magic. Spontaneous casting is weird. You're just suddenly more magical than you were ten minutes ago. We have we have broken through a new level of ascension here, and now you figured out in your moment of panic. Running away from While the swarming sprinting. centipedes. I mean, it, it, it's kind you... of fitting, given what spell she took. Mm -hmm. What she take? Just out of curiosity, does it fit the swarm of centipedes? Is it an AOE? It is an AOE. <laughs> is oh my god. <laughs> In her moment of her absolute panic, as you arrived at the Talos estate mm -hmm. and were assaulted by a swarming, writhing mass of hundreds, if not thousands, of tiny centipedes. Something inside you just clicked, and you reached into a new reservoir of magic locked away in your soul that will help you stop this huge pile of very angry centipedes. Which you did, you did kill. You did get rid of the centipedes. Did a good job there. However... Oh, Nori. Call me. Call me and Ori every time. However, comma, there was a caveat. Your battle made quite a lot of noise all things considered. And I'm going to bring us here on the stream back over to the map here. Definitely here from coming inside the estate, the shouts and scrambling of what appear to be several armed men coming to meet you. So we're gonna start off this week's session by immediately putting initiative back up. I could use some uh, vision. Blind as a bat. Uh, uh, bottom right corner. <laughs> oh yeah, I can pull it. Sorry. I'm go. I'm a fool. I scrolled over. I scrolled over myself on the the pane that I'm using to stream for the view and forgot to pull everybody else. Yeah, everybody, go ahead and roll your initiative. Let's get this sorted back out. Hey, I am the one. We I got, got our nice 14. hard one for this morning out of the way immediately on that initiative check. That's always good. Yep. That's well, you know what that means. Time, it's right? time to change the color of the dice. So that's going to bring us <laughs> first to Baylor. Now, you are actually still suffering from the poison of the centipedes that bit you last week. So I'm going to just start with the fortitude save, but you did break away from the combat and stop to try to kind of treat yourself to stop uh, just just kind of clamp down on your leg almost like a manual tourniquet and just stop the poison from pumping through the rest of your body so you have a plus four but you get to immediately roll a fortitude save plus four isn't gonna be the world's most helpful oh, thing hold unfortunately, on when you hold roll on three. hold on we're holding because that's a 10 is what i'm saying it, I, I have a 10 I'm gonna try this. Okay. Uh, going to focus. Try to pull on the strings of time. See if I can slow it down enough to help me fight off this poison. And make it an 11. Didn't work. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> it did not. No. Uh, with an 11 on the fortitude save, you are still unable to stop what's happening here. Uh, you're unable to stop the poison from pumping through your own heart working against you as more and more of this 
numbness starts to spread through your body. And you, very much unfortunately, are going to lose four dexterity as it courses through your veins very rapidly. You have your turn. What are you doing with your your actions, Miller? Yeah, I, I couldn't gotta get the figure. I got to measure. Come up. Figure out where you can go. Yeah, you're yeah. about thirty feet away from the estate right now, out in the overgrown and yep. weed-filled yard. We'll run up and kind of hide back in this corner. I think that's gonna be more of a stumble up to one of the nooks, uh, an angle on the outside of this estate where you can tuck yourself in and just try to take cover from whatever may be approaching you from inside while you try to come to grips and fight off this poison. Is that all? I glanced through my spells briefly. I think so, yeah. And Nori. Uh, so we definitely know that we heard them yelling and coming out to check on what yeah, they so heard. You heard them yelling from the injury hall. You even heard them shouting about the trap that Nell had triggered as he just rushed in the front door and fell into that pit. So they're clearly in the entry You can hear their voices ringing out from the, the broken front doors of the estate. Okay. Uh, Nori's going... I, I'm, I'm going to point at Nell and motion him to go over towards Baylor. And... Uh, See what exactly is she gonna do? What am I gonna do so you can try and motion silently. You have you, Nell, and Baylor that are still out here near where the centipede battle had happened. You're the collapsed wall of this kitchen on the east end of the estate. And then pretty far up to the north, you have Dara hiding along the, the side wall of the estate itself, and way further out in the distance, you have Kahina, who just <laughs> took off running at the side See of these ya. centipedes with no way to deal with them. So right after I motioned to him. She's going to whisper something and completely disappear from view. And so you are going to once again use that incantation to hide yourself from whoever it is that is approaching you here. Maybe up to this corner. You disappear as you move up close to the broken wall of the kitchen. And you hear the shouts and the footsteps from inside and the door to the kitchen being opened. Don't believe any of you can see that from your current position. But you can hear it thrown open as the wood slams against the stone of the wall next to it. And then a silence as they all kind of shuffle a bit, looking through, trying to make a visual contact on your intrusion here. Dara. Now you uh. as well are also currently suffering from the centipede's poison. And you are up here along the eastern wall of the estate, so I need a fortitude save first of all from you as well. Okay. 15 on the die with a 21. You kind of grit your teeth and you focus. And kind of the same way that Baylor did, you push your foot down to your boot and try to clamp down with reach down with one arm and almost just will yourself through it. You weren't bitten nearly as many times or as severely as Baylor, and you're able to kind of will this off. Your foot's still a bit numb, but you're not gonna suffer any more penalties for it. Um, okay. So uh 
He's going to step down a little bit so he can see around the wall. Uh, and he's gonna, a little bit further gonna... than that because there's a, the wall kind of extends a bit oh. to the south oh, of that, okay. that second little lip of it, where it's oh, this is where the tree crashed through it, so it's not exactly a smooth okay. wall. But if okay. you move down oh, right. to I really see that. Gotcha. You know, like like there, and then uh, and then he's gonna call out he'll... this so you can see in through the door, and you can see at least three armed men through this doorway uh, that all appear to just be wielding smooth or carved branches they've just got long sticks really no proper weapons but each of them does have a suit of studded leather armor at least just a uh, studded leather shirt over their clothing they're very ill prepared for the scale they look very ill prepared for the scale of fight that you guys will bring them with your uh oh make me a lore Talden military check real quick uh, Talden military? It should be the bottom of your skills. It was one of the flavor ones that you took as a background skill. You should have Lord Talden military. Oh, yeah. I think it's literally the last skill on your list. It is. It is. It is. 18. Uh, with 18, looking at these guys and how they're just kind of spread throughout the entryway, one of them standing full in the doorway as he opens it and the rest just scattered around behind him holding their weapons almost cautiously off to the side. These guys have absolutely no training whatsoever. That is painfully obvious to you as you see them. Okay, so I call out, uh, we come in peace. We have a uh, insignia from Vorst. Is that the name, right? Vort, close. You Vort? almost had it. Vort, Vort, we, we come in peace. And he's just going to keep uh, calling that out to the men. And that's all he's going to do. Yahina, you are a, well, is a solid run action away from getting anywhere near from, these people. And you have the board insignia. I do. I do. Dara, I, I was running. Dara was behind me. And then Dara was not behind me. And then I hear Dara screaming at people. And I'm like, ah, 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 ah. And so uh, I will turn around and be like, oh, we're talking now. Okay. Uh. <laughs> and you're, oh, got to go back. you're pretty far. You're almost behind the estate. You've ran so yeah. far past it and about 30 feet out to the east of it, almost back into town as you would rather fight the giant spiders than the horde of tiny centipedes. So it's, um, it's going to be some dis. I think you literally so, need a run action to get back yeah, to anywhere it's, near it's where going, this is happening. It's going to be a, a, a run action to run back. Because uh, I hear Dara to? screaming, we come in peace, we have an insignia. And I'm like, oh, oh, I have the insignia. I might want to go where my dear hus husband is. So where are you moving to? <laughs> uh, going to try and come up behind Dara. Okay. So and I'm like, having the... Hereabouts? And like rustling for the insignia. Yeah, because you can't pull it out this turn because you're full yeah. sprinting to get there. <laughs> so you you run up behind Dara around that same cover behind the wall, and start digging around in your bag trying to find the insignia, <laughs> the family insignia for these guys. No. I hear people over here, but I was told to go over there. I'm a little conflicted, but I think for the safety of the line. He's, I'm just gonna move over to here 
and ready to intimidate anyone who comes around that corner. So you're going to move her over up also towards the estate near the same corner that Baylor has tucked himself into so that should they come through the front door, Baylor is not the first person they're going to come across. I'm putting yourself between your middle-aged wizard and the doorway here. So Baylor, still with that venom pumping still through you. The poison. Still trying to take control. Another fortitude save from you. Natural one. Oh no. Oh, that's not good at all. You are having an incredibly difficult time with this. You were bitten far more severely than Dara, and you, you must have gotten a pile of much more overly enthusiastic centipedes. I mean, you would know with your knowledge nature. It's possible there were, that this is an entire colony. And you may have just gotten all of the babies who don't quite understand venom control yet. And when they bite something, they just squirt literally everything they have. Because as you continue to feel this spreading numbness through your veins, you lose another dexterity. But you do have your turn. Well, I'll step up a little bit more. And do, yeah, I do still have one. Think for a second. Pull you, out. You... Well, I, I was checking my sheet. I was pretty sure I had a potion of cure light wounds, and I do. Okay, so you're gonna so. pull out a potion and just try the best you can to use what you have to treat this. Drink a potion of cure light wounds and have it. Well, least... they still did also hurt me. So. They did hurt. They were also very bitey, and drinking that potion is gonna give you five HP back. Literal magic in a bottle will help as it can. It's not gonna help you with the dexterity though, Inori. Uh, it is one of the potions. From the guy who had the ones that gave us plus one fortitude save. You have the golden alembic potion still, the fancy one. Yeah, so that's gonna that is plus one to your fortitude save for next turn. That's very. That's good. a plus one alchemical bonus to your fortitude save. So you you paid through the nose for the higher end potions back in Aparo when you were living your Kush noble life, well Kush senatorial hopeful life, and that is really possibly gonna come back to help you now. You need is all the fortitude save you can get. Is it possible on this this corner where Anori's kind of like trying to peek around the corner, watching this angle and seeing Baylor? Baylor, uh, can she tell if he's having trouble? Uh, at this point, Baylor has lost half of his dexterity, so he's probably fumbling. He would be with the stumbling. Potion. Yeah, he'd be stumbling. He'd be like struggling to uncap the potion to drink it. Uh, he would look utterly uncoordinated. It would okay. be very noticeable that he's having a hard time, yes. Well, she's going to take one more peek down this hallway and then hustle over to right in front of Baylor. Still and invisible. Still invisible. Grab his hand and place in, uh, what's exactly is it called? Antitoxin potion in his hand. Okay. So you're going to hand him one of your antitoxins. Yeah. Hoping that maybe... That will help him with the centipede poison. And to him, he's just going to feel this jerk on his wrist 
and then feel the cool glass and an antitoxin is just going to appear in his hand. Because as soon as it leaves your person, it becomes visible. Yeah. So he's just going <laughs> to feel like you pull his hand up and an antitoxin materializes. I can talk, can I, without... You can talk, yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll just say, I'm, it's me, drink this. I'm sure I recognize your voice. <laughs> so, these men inside the estate, the one near the door is going to hold up his like hand-whittled quarterstaff that's not even straight. They'll kind of hold it up and point it out straight in front of him towards Dara and they don't know, but Kahina. Who? Vort sent you. Why? Why would you come back for us? But not move anywhere as the men behind him pull up a bit closer. Dara. Your mic's muted. Uh, we are the new tribunes from Stockies, and we came to uh, see what was happening here. Uh, can you... Are you all alright? They just kind of look amongst themselves confused that given the situation, you are asking them if they're okay. They seem unsure of how to react to this. Kahina. Uh, reach in. <clears throat> Finally, now that I have a moment to breathe, pull out the Vort's uh, crest and walk up next to daughter and be like, we talked to Vort and the people of Newtown. Uh, we told them we were coming to check on Jambus. Um, and we wanted to, we're here to make sure everybody is okay. We saw the spiders and we were worried. So you're holding up this palm-sized insignia. You're good 15 yards from this guy. But I mean, he hears you, and he can see that you have something in your hand that you're just trying to show him. I mean, you still have your glaive in your other hand, but you're, mm -hmm. like, holding it down to your side, not, like, up towards him or anything. Mm -hmm. The dude literally leans forward over his stick, like, squinting, trying to see what the hell it is you have in your hand so far away. No. You would see Biller kind of stagger away behind you and uncork the potion and go to drink it. And you hear Anori whispering behind you as well. You're close enough to hear her. Um, I guess for safety purposes, I'm going to move down the wall around this pile of rubble here and just kind of look like yeah, standing back towards at the, the front entrance. So roll 20 trick. If you hold alt, you can drag yourself off of the grid a little bit. So you exactly. can peek around corners and still be in the square. You're going without having to move an entire square out. So you just peek around sure the corner. Not being flanked. Yeah, and you can definitely hear this oh, conversation so cool. happening through the entryway, but you can't see anybody. The voices are now coming from around the corner, almost out towards the uh, the kitchen that you'd made your way in through the hole. Baylor, struggling. Gonna need another fortitude save. Yep. No, with a plus one alchemical bonus now. And if you can get that potion down, plus five. Okay. I'm gonna try the thing again. Got a 12. 
He's gonna try to manipulate fate here with what energy he has left. This is Tugging not how you're gonna go down to centipede poison. And buff it to a 13. 14, actually, because you only have a plus 5 in there. Should be 6, right? No, it's 4 from treating myself and 1 from the potion. I wouldn't have had time to drink. Yeah, yeah, no, no I said I had a chance to drink the antitoxin yet. Oh, okay. My fault. Because it start, it's happened at the beginning of my turn. Centipede Swarm Poison is DC 13. So with that, with that the focus, fate manipulation, and <clears throat> with the medicine mixed in with the Cure Light Wounds potion you got from the Golden Alembic so many months ago now, back in Opara, you don't feel the numbness spread any further. It's gone up through your legs, almost into your, like, your hips and starting to go up your sides, but you feel the worst is over. You have seven dex damage. But you're good. What do you do? Uh... Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep holding the antitoxin just kind of out and be like, I think I'm good now. Just whisper to Inori, and mostly just sit here waiting to see how things keep going with the conversation going on. So the bandits seeing Kahina holding up this symbol, the one in the doorway is going to step forward cautiously into the doorway itself. And uh, Inori, invisible, makes her way cautiously, very carefully, up around into this room here, uh, into this area outside the kitchen, just in case this goes south. As you, you definitely know how this can go south very quickly. Into the servants' quarters is what this room is. He doesn't seem to notice your approach at all. He doesn't hear you, he doesn't turn to acknowledge you. He squints. Bring that forward. I can't see it from here. Okay. Um, I will slowly step forward several spaces, keeping it out. We we have heard that awful things had beset Jambus. We are your new neighbors, and we had come to see for ourselves what had happened. And he leans in and squints as he looks at it. This is Insignia, all right. Sent you? We happened by. We repaired the bridge between Stockies and Jambus. And we had heard that awful things had befallen here. Um, We wanted to come and see for ourselves. And if there was anything, any aid we could offer, we wanted to offer it. One of the guys a little behind him steps up forward by the door and holds up a finger. Um, Balio, do you think we should take him to Mosul? And he turns around his waves and says, shut up! That was insignia, sure, but how can I believe you? You could be bandits. You look 
armed, armored, slinging your magics. How many of you are there? Come out where I can see you. So, at this point, I would come around in front of Kahina. And I'm going to intimidate this what looks to be a slightly armed peasant for calling a noble a bandit. This looks like a slightly armored peasant is exactly what you're this giving them looks the like. do you know who I am? <laughs> it's exactly do you, know am? do you know who I am? You saw with a 32. <laughs> it's pretty effective. Did do we not just say we're the tribunes of Stuckies? Exactly. And he, uh, he goes to, to put his hands up so quickly he drops his stick and quickly, like, kind of reaches <laughs> to try to grab it again, but can't grab it before it just clatters on the floor and puts his hand out. Whoa, 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 don't, don't mean nothing by it. It's just. You know, odd. Noble swords finding their way out here into Jambus. You know, what with the, the situation. And and, and uh, the guy behind him again just steps a little closer, physically taps on his shoulder, and whispers, kind of, really loudly, Hey, Malio, I really think we should take him to Mosul. And he just... <laughs> Who? Uh, don't worry about it. Hold what on. has happened to your tribune? To your to tell us. Tell us. Back, puts his hand on his shoulder. Well, Mosul will know. He can tell you. And the fuck, uh, Belia turns out. Crack this. Shut it. I'm talking. We're having a conversation here. What's your name? Kahina. Sir, Lady Noble Kahina, if it is. Lady Rostam, whichever. I think we're beyond formalities here, unfortunately. I'd like to believe you, but what what do you even know of Jambus? There's mm -hmm. big spiders. Uh, lots of big spiders, really. They're... <laughs> Sorry. He steps back physically. Look. The situation here is dire. You have to know that. You've made your way through the town. Surely you couldn't have gotten here with no concerns. I'm sure it wasn't easy. Honori probably just appears at this point, leaning against the wall. So, And as you do, the three of them still have their sticks. Like, kind of step back and point their sticks at you, and the guy who doesn't have moves his hands, then bends over, picks his stick up, and points it at you. <laughs> We had heard of a curse. There are people in Newtown who are very upset and afraid for the people who were still here and very, very much wanted us to come and lend our aid. We have, we are very seasoned monster hunters, so we can definitely help you with whatever is befalling you. Give us one moment. And he steps back, and they literally form a huddle about <laughs> ten feet away from you, inside the uh, the entryway. No, kind of muttering are they huddling? themselves. So, so, so while they're talking, oh. how incredibly specific can I be pulling stuff out of my bag? Well, of plot convenience. With your bag of plot convenience, I mean, it, it could. What are you wanting? Because the point is to be an incredibly specific I, I, thing. For exactly can I get a wand with literally one charge on it? 
<laughs> you have a bag that you can just pull anything out. Yeah, if that's within your budget, then yes. That, well, that's it's only one charge is within my budget because I haven't had a chance to restock it since then, I pulled out the scroll. Yeah, you're like, haha, this is, I knew I'd need this one time. Yeah, you can <laughs> okay, certainly so while do this that, conversation yes. has been going on and while they're huddling, because it takes me several minutes, I'm going to be digging through my bag looking for a wand with one charge on So they're not the most subtle this group but you can't really make out a lot of what they're saying as they're huddled and whispering to each other the most you can hear is Gractus I still think we should take them to Mosul and this dude smacks him on the back of the head and they just go back to muttering and every now and then they just throw some glances your way and shrug still conversing after a minute after a minute Belio turns around okay We're gonna take you to Master Mosul. Well, you can give you a better situation than we can here. Let's be on our way. Follow me then. He'll start leading you guys back west across the estate to where they came from. Give us a minute. But roll 20 to catch up. You guys will get to see the Talos estate. Roll 20 is having a tough time catching up right now. There it, it is. So he leads you back. Uh, they lead you back across. Over here. And if you could bring yourselves, that'd be great. Because it gets really chunky when I try to drag five tokens. Come, everyone. This way. And uh, a couple of them sit down in their chairs around this small table. Now, there's not much in here. Just a small pile of coin. Uh, what appears to be most of a deck of cards. And some just scattered what look like poker chips and copper pieces around. A few potions, ropes, and just general supplies on and around the table and the, the stand next to them. Seems to be really quite truly disorganized. Elio steps up to this northern door here that leads up into the western wing of the estate, opens it, steps aside, and just motions to you. And reaches out with this stick. Any of the lot of you, try anything. We'll give you what for. You in particular? More us collectively. <laughs> it's even numbers. It's five on five. You're weakened from... Whatever spiders you ran into outside. Don't want to try it. I'm just going to make a dancing lights appear in my hand. Okay. <laughs> so you, you just uh, just cast a very, very, very basic spell here. And conjure these lights into existence. And he stumbles back. One of them almost falls out of his chair. Trying to grab his stick again. Anori, please. Play nice. Okay. Thank you. That speaks out. Now, Let's, shouldn't we I let will... witches see the master? They're not witches, it's other kinds of magic, okay? Oh, tell me he didn't use the W word. Look, just talk to Mosul. I'll just go on ahead down the hallway before someone gets in an argument. Yeah. <laughs> we got up this hallway leading up the western end of the estate, a hallway lined with doors. 
on either end. Seven, eight in total, perhaps. I'm going to say back at him. Which door is it? I just at the end of the hall there. You all make your way up to the very end into another room. What appears to be a, well, previously a master suite, much, much past its prime here. And now a room with really only threadbare bed sheets on this mattress and not much left in furniture in here. However, there is still a bookshelf in the corner loaded with a pretty good amount of encyclopedic tomes on all kinds of topics. And as you make your way in, you see one man waiting there in the chair who clearly would have heard the conversations coming up the hall to the south. This older man must be Master Mosul. He looks definitely more capable than the four men down below. He has a battle axe slung across his back and a dagger, a uh, battle axe and a longbow slung across his back and several daggers at his hip. A uh, very finely made chain shirt drapes uh, over him and a buckler is resting on the chair next to him. As you come in, he reaches over to uh, move the buckler and put it in his lap and just kind of ditches the seat. Only got the seat for one, I'm afraid. Why are you here? Uh, I walk over and uh, take the seat. And thank you, Master Mosul, was it? He nods. Um, hold out the, hold out Vord's seal in my hands. The citizens of Newtown, previous citizens of Jambus, had sent us to see who of their who of their towns was still here and to find out what had happened. And They're very looks, worried. He looks down at it. Believe you, I. Could you, the boys do, they wouldn't let you through. Could you tell us what befell uh, Baron Tellus and and uh, this whole town? It's going to be quite a long story for one sitting, I'm afraid. <sighs> what have you heard? It'd be easier to confirm or deny what you already know. The rumors a are more curse? true than I'd like to admit. I Bandits. curse. This point, I. Where did the curse come from? Mareg was a friend of mine, Baron Talus, you know. Mm -hmm. Group of witches visited him one night, seeking shelter, frog's eyes, who knows, witches. And I understand some magic here, don't get me wrong. I understand the difference between a wizard like the Count, or a guess yourself, and a witch, practicing dark magics. These are witches. Whatever they wanted. A good baron, by right, wanted nothing to do with him. Turned him away. Turn, they left on him in this town this curse. It's about all I know of it. The specifics are beyond me, but... The weeks and months to follow... 
The band changed. Went from being a caring and friendly sort of man to he gestures out vaguely kind of towards the middle of the estate. But Evan now holds audience in his chambers. So he does yet live in some form or another? Don't right know if we can call it that still. Mm-hmm. You come to cure him. Probably magics, I hope. Strong ones at that. We would definitely lo- like to try. Well, I'm afraid there's not going to be not much good to it. I don't know how learned the sort of you are, but this curse is powerful. It's not just the Baron, it's the whole town. As the Baron started to go, so too did Jampus. Started with a plague of insects, bugs of all sorts. Spiders, roaches, centipedes, the like. Something you'd read in a holy text. Kind of divine wrath to be visited by a proper god. This coven of witches dropped it themselves. Became difficult to live here, and after some started to give out, and a weaker world trickled out in outlying villages, it got worse and they started to grow. I imagine he couldn't have gotten here without running across at least some of it. Hmm. We've met both spider and centipede. It's not safety outside these walls. Those bearing the Baron's coat of arms seem to be spared. I don't know if these spiders in the lot possess some sentience that they don't attack us. We've had to resort to taking what we could. Travelers out on the Casimir Highway just to live. Just mm. to save the Baron and keep him here. You have to understand it's the best we could do. The Does Baron the Baron wish can't... to try to leave? No. And he can't be allowed to. Mm. We've locked him in there as best as we can, but he is a powerful wizard himself. If we don't keep him sated, I'm afraid he'll find his way out. The troubles will be much worse for not just Jampus. What does he require to keep him sated? Just food now, mostly. And what is there to eat around here? You seem to be bare of supplies. They make trips up to most Devoin Aris to grab what we can. But the Baron's tastes are looser. Half a dead horse has been feeding him for the past month or two. He's not even a man anymore. I'm afraid to tell you, I don't think you can help him. If we can't cure him, we can be rid of him, if necessary. We can Which keep I him hate. under control here. This is... He was my friend before this damned curse was visited upon him, and if I have to spend my life here in what's left of his estate, keeping him under control, so be it. 
The but, problem isn't necessarily whether or not keeping him under control. The curse is growing and it's obvious from the roads now that even just pass near Jambus. The Count will not suffer this long for much longer. Well, we've been here for months. The Count hasn't seen much into it because nothing here breaches outside the outskirts of Jambus itself. The spiders don't leave what was once the town. The centipedes spread no further. They all keep themselves within the confines and they don't attack any but intruders. Nature's retaken town enough at this point. They get their fill off the local fauna, looters, gods forsaken. They come to try to take what may have been left here and the scramble to leave. But with no threat to anything outside the town. Did you respect your friend very much? Aye, so I'm still here. Would the boys are still here. We do anything for him. Would he want to live like this? Would he want to see his people suffer like this? I'm keen to make me a diplomacy check for that. You got a 19. Anybody else who wants to add in here? Dari, you're talking too. You have some diplomacy if you want to try and roll it. I do. Let's see here. I'll call up while digging through also, my bag too. Also, three on the die. Two threes on the dice. So yeah, Baylor, actually, you got pretty good. The 23 from Baylor. You all try to talk to him. We'll take Valor's 23 and an assist on that. Give you a 25 for the rest of the party here. It is not that we're looking to harm your friend. If there is no way that it can be saved, surely no one would want to not only live like this, but if he was as caring as you said beforehand, he wouldn't want to subject you or Vort or any of his people to this. He would still want them to have Jambus as a home. And it takes you a couple minutes of convincing. But it does kind of seem like you start to get through to him. And after five or ten minutes of this, he reaches up and rubs the bridge of his nose. I know. Damned if I don't know it. But I can't bring myself to do it. In his current state, I don't even right know if I could. He was a formidable man in, in his noble life. Like I said, a, a practiced wizard. And not a stranger to the sword. But this curse... His granted him power, I don't even understand. The same power of the curse that holds all of Jambus has put just as much power into Ereg. I don't know if the five of you could take him. One way to find out. Certain we can make at least a good try at it. Good try. And, <laughs> you guys not really <clears throat> passed on the confidence here. And if for any reason, which we could not, then at least you'd have some actual weapons and whatnot to take from us after we were gone. 
It kind of glances down at your weapon and weapons that are across your, your your gear here. But I feel like we have we have an advantage. He doesn't know us. If we, you say he won't attack. He if won't we respond well to that. No, he is. Still got somewhat of his mind. Got the worst parts of it. He's hungry. I'm the only one who can go in there safely. You lot, I can't imagine he'll do much but attack you on sight. He's grown paranoid. Are there other ways in? Unbelievably paranoid. No, he sealed up the doors. There was an entry from the kitchen and an entry here from the quarters, but we fell them with stone months like ago. Those ghouls, has he? I don't right know what to tell you. I've dealt with undead in my days. I've fought, you know, ghoul sorts. Basic enough, easy to put down. This is not that. This is something far from it. He's half spider. Best I can describe it. Don't right know what else to say. Maintains his powers, maintains his faculties. So the shop wizard he ever was. Really? Only now he's a spider wizard. Drider. Whatever you want to call it. I know he's just gonna out of the side of right look at Baylor like, oh boy. <laughs> Would he explain wasn't all a drow, so he's not a drider. Yeah. If you think you can put him to rest, I'll unlock the door. I won't go in with you. I can't do it. I'm sorry. And you shouldn't be asked to. He was your friend. But if we can help you and the other good people of Jambus reclaim their home, break this curse, it's something we would want to do for our neighbors so that stockies we could help you rebuild we've done it for stockies we can do it for jambus too i know if we'll ever have that a short moment to prepare and i think we can go in take whatever you need please i've i'm not much to offer you in terms of aid instead of a few simple potions i'm sure you bring much stronger with you is is he still coherent does he talk to you he can speak i just quite interesting. What's he say? Not much these days. Calls himself the Spider Prince. Asked about the state of his domain, but at this point I think he's speaking more of the infestation than his own people. Doesn't care for much other than much beyond that and being fed. They bring him tributes of gold as taxes and take off travelers, but not much else. Yeah, I suppose this is just something we'll have to see to once you're mm-hmm. ready, of course, Baylor. Please, we need a moment. Knew what you yeah, can, we should but... probably talk this out, guys. Yeah. I'll get yeah. the keys, and when you're ready, I'll open the door. Kahina's going to uh, I'm turn and look over at all these books. It's obvious uh, that he uh, Mosul's been um, I guess, I'm assuming researching well the books here look like they 
were from before the estate fell. Uh, it, it's a bunch of, like, again, encyclopedia tons of like genealogy, history, studies of magic. No actual spell books, but uh, reasonably things that would have been here back when the Talos estate was the Talos estate. So if he were to be reasoned with, do you all suppose he could be used as a temporary ally? I don't... And, I mean, uh, as you start to discuss, most of it would be possible, but it doesn't out. sound like he's anywhere in his right mind that the curse has eaten away at it. Not to mention the fact that allied with a half spider, half man, there's no way that don't get it has- twisted. Nell. the the mission here is a mercy killing. Uh, I just don't know, like from what this guy is saying, can we handle this? I mean, are we sure? Why not? We handled the other spiders like they were nothing. They did not have magic that I know of. Yeah, I'm true as well. I mean, <laughs> I'm not exactly a grandmaster wizard, and I'm sure neither is Baylor. We don't know what, 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 what we're walking into here. I'm sure his magic's nothing to be concerned with. All you have to do is stop him from using it, don't you? <sighs> you say that like it's a simple thing to just do. Well, I mean, if Dara was to shoot him in in the middle of, of his, his casting, then I'm sure he wouldn't be able to finish it. Maybe. In I mean, theory. we can try, and it is uh, five versus one, and hope for the best. The one thing I do worry about, though, is, she said swordsmanship as well. I mean, it's possible this guy could have a style similar to mine. That's where I come in. It doesn't matter what he has if he can't hit you. If we do go in, I would uh, ask Kahina. I'm not sure how your healing touch works, but I am uh, slightly wounded from the centipedes earlier. Mm, yes. She, she's so. got lots of wands, and it's been long enough now. Yeah. Bellor's going to pull out a wand. You definitely also have wands of cure moderate wounds. Mm-hmm. That wand of cure moderate wounds, uh, however many chunks of 13 health you want just say and we'll take that many charges off we'll just take above average on each one so that's like you roll double fives I'm so gonna pull want... out a wand and try to use it use the magic device huh. tell me how many charges you use on yourself so I can deduct it from the wand I mean, 21 I'm pretty sure is exactly DC activated one so it's 20 so yes right, the wands are flat doesn't matter what spells on it I know that much and Going to regain four dexterity. You pull out. You were prepared just on the off chance. Any time you ran into something that would require lesser restoration. Good news. Your genius plan included bringing a wand of lesser restoration. With so exactly you, one charge on it. How about that? Exactly one we have a lesser healing wand, right? That worked out really well. So you surge the magic out of this wand over yourself, regain four dexterity. And toss the useless stick aside. Chop <laughs> <laughs> the stick on the floor. Um, we have Cure Moderate. Uh, yeah. Cure Light many, wand, right? I don't um, need Cure Lights will just be six. Have as many six as you want. How many oh, charges does your Cure Light have? Okay. Two for the Cure Light or okay. one for the Cure Moderate would work. Okay. I will go too light. 
A couple little boops of uh, cure light wounds to touch yourselves up in the battle with the centipedes outside. And you're brought uh, back into fighting shape. So, anything else? One light for me. And then... Because we've been using... Them. Wait, we've been using the moderate wounds. You say they start with 50 charges, right? Yes. All right, so we have two, two, and one. Those so... are all off the light one. Yeah, okay. that was fake. You're like... Yeah, those okay. are all off the light one. All off light. I don't know how many charges your light wand has, because that one wasn't full. Because we've not full. we've not been using the light. We've been using the moderate. Okay. Or I mean, I've been using my own, just my own touch. Yeah, you got a light with like 20-something charges a while ago. If you don't know how many charges it has, if you didn't write it down, first of all, write it down. Second of all, just write 20. Yeah, and we'll go from there. if they just used six out of the 20, then we're down to 14 charges on the light. We have 48 on the moderate. Okay. Because we've only used the moderate twice. A lot of times... I mean, I forgot we had the wands. I've just been casting it. That's not good. So, Baylor, I mean, I've got five. Baylor is cast. going to cast another spell. Preparing himself. And I have one more I would like to give to Dara. But its duration is relatively short, and I believe I should do it right outside the door. Okay. You guys ready to head in? Hey, what's the, what exactly is the plan on going in here? Are we just going to open the doors and YOLO go after this guy? or? I mean, if he speaks, he speaks. And... We could try to have a conversation, we, I guess. We can see what we can do. We've got Vort's uh, sigil. We can attempt to reason with him, but I... I don't know if that'll be a thing. I am also interested in whether you guys think that it would be more beneficial if we stayed in the group behind Nell or if we spread out around the room. room. It's going to be entirely dependent on how the fight goes. That's not something that can easily just be determined beforehand. Alright. I didn't know if anybody had a preference, but... We'll see when we get in. Anything else? You guys sure about this? This is... Not at all. I have a bad feeling. Absolutely confident in himself and absolutely not confident in herself. Nell and Inori move back down the hall to the entryway and step up in front of the massive door that you saw before with the multiple huge chains and padlocks wrapped across it it looks like that several pythons have been hammered into the chains on the adjoining walls to physically bolt them across this doorway so they can't be opened as you gather down around this doorway master mosel comes with you Hope you look ready we are ready master mosel let's do it if you would please as he's opening it, I'm going to cast one more spell on Dara. Okay. And he pulls out a couple of keys as you give one of your nice animal enhancement blessings to Dara. 
honing his reflexes. I only have Eagle Splendor, sorry. There's no the other animal one, so there was like, Eagle Splendor. Eagle come? I was like, please don't have an actual Eagle noise. Dang, an Eagle noise. Yeah, there's one for Eagle. There's Eagle Splendor, but nothing else. So they're all uh, Eagles. Uh, so they're all gonna be Eagle Splendor. Just, just pretend it's a cat. Going, and pretend Row! you give him the dexterity of an eagle. They're also quite nimble. It fits. <laughs> it also fits. We'll go with no fit. They dive bomb thing. down like 300 feet and pick up a tiny mouse. <laughs> Work with what we have, and he unlocks the door. First, one massive padlock, lugging the huge chains aside. And then the second, the door opens before you, leading into a massive web-covered hall. Huge, Whoa. thick ropes of spider webs extend in every direction around the four supporting pillars and what furniture is left in this room. And as the door opens, you hear at the far side of the room a skittering of insectile legs as someone or something moves away from the light pouring in from the entryway here for your various lamps and light spells. Also nods. Locking it behind you. Open it back up when I hear it fall silent. Abadar protect you. We'll be back shortly. I hope so. As the group of you, I'm just going to give the room. them a general perception check. Get get in here, Dara. Get in this room. Get your token in this room. As you all come in, here is word. He shuts the door behind you, and you can hear the chains once again as the, he uh, puts the massive padlocks back into place. So we're getting some perception checks to look around this room because this is possibly the single sketchiest thing that we've ever walked into. So we've got a whole bunch of uh, good rolls here. Some 23s, some 25s, and uh, all of you over a 15. So as all of you look into the room here, you can see at the far side, at the far northern end, a little bit of a raised dais where several pieces of furniture have been bundled together in a massive t impenetrable tangle of webs where something seems to have created a nest. As you step in the door shuts behind you, you hear a voice ring out from this nest. Enter my court. I will see you. I will step forward. I'm assuming everyone's going to be Yeah, we'll walk forward. Now this is a huge, what was once a huge dining hall with an arcing ceiling like 30 feet overhead that looks like it was once painted with magnificent frescoes that have long fallen to age and just absolute disrepair. And as Nell approaches the nest here, the voice again from, from inside, that is quite far enough. Now tell me, why have you disturbed the spider prince in his slumbers? Uh, I will curtsy very low and say, 
our dear spider prince, Baron Tullus, Prince Tullus, you must forgive us. We are your new neighbors to the and, south. Uh, at that, you hear a not quite gentle hiss exited from the nest. That name is dead. You address the Prince of Spiders, Lord of all that who crawls in his domain. Of course, your majesty, my mistake. We are new to this area and we came to pay tribute to the prince. We are from, we are the tribunes of Stockies, your neighbors. We come to uh, speak to you and to pay you tribute. Tribute, you say, the passing tribunes. If you will afford me one moment. Yes, your lord. And you hear him start casting a spell. Can, can I tell what he's casting? Is it verbal? It is verbal, yes. So can, uh, make me a spellcraft check. He starts to, in a hissing voice, incant some kind of a spell. Does that uh, thing that I should get a plus two for that? I think from Baylor's spell that you put before we went in here. Did he cast that on you or himself? That's personal. That's on him. Oh, I thought it was effect. for everybody. Never mind. No, I no, didn't cast just anything on, on effect spellcraft, and I didn't cast anything on you. Okay, so... 29. You still rolled a 29. <laughs> with a uh, 29 and a 17, how, the, how about the rest of you? What are you doing? Are you Can I trusting I'm our just... spider prince here, or... Can I just go back here? <laughs> oh. You can, you, 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 as he starts casting, your military training takes over, and you immediately just move back behind a pillar. behind a pillar. Uh, you know, in cover, not sure what's about to happen. You've had pretty bad experiences with magic, that's fair. What about you, uh, Kana? No, you're gonna stand strong and wait. Um, I can't intimidate him in the middle of him doing things like that, can I? I mean, you can, if your reaction is you want to try to intimidate him. What well, you, you could certainly yell something at him, and I mean, shaking doesn't affect like casting, so. Uh, well, it's you, frightened, not shaken. That's true. It could be frightened. I mean, you can if you want to try to. Intimidate the spider prince. If that's your response, go for. Let's... Yeah, I hear like I. You can tell it's magic, right? Yeah, he's, you can definitely tell he's casting a spell. You have no idea what he's casting. We yeah. ask you for a moment it's to cast something. I don't like the the magic. I don't like. This <laughs> I, I don't like. Oh, no, no, yeah, he doesn't. I like don't like spell. magic. That's that's, yep. that's that's literally what he that's, says. Yeah, I don't he was, like magic. with a, with a hard one. So he's like, I don't like magic. Yeah. <laughs> Offended oh. that he they would dare to cast in the presence of the mighty Sir Stalwart. And uh, Kahina, are you just waiting a moment? Kahina's just gonna take a couple of steps back and maybe so, to the side. Yeah, I, I, you you step kind of back it. around behind the couch a little bit. Yeah, a just gonna take a yes, my lord. Now, <gasps> Baylor and Nori, you know what he's casting, so you can determine your responses based on the fact that you are fully aware. That is Summon Swarm. I need you all to roll initiative. That's bad. 
He might not like it, but he's ready for it. I think that's the first time I've had a double digits initiative in... You did it. Like, three sessions. Oh, oh man. Hi, everybody. Alrighty. So... Uh, Dara, no, you've already had your responses. Baylor, what are you doing? You know he's casting Summon Swarm. Nothing good will come up yeah. this. I'm... I'm gonna make another perception check to see if I can figure out exactly where he is. Alright. Yeah, because you hear his voice emanating from the nest. You hear the incantation emanating from the nest in front of you. Probably uh, not. 15, you can't... You look... You look around and say there's anything else. And you look, try and peer into that nest, but you can't see through just how thick that web is. Anything else? I'm glancing over my spells. I'm gonna yell for at everybody to get closer together, and I'm gonna cast Mirror Image. Alright, that's a good one. That's so, a that's a yeah. Please don't eat me kind of spell. That's pretty solid. So you cast and mirror image, and six six copies of myself yeah, are gonna burst out. Clones. Also, remember our pregame talk. Yeah, I. I know, I know. It's a new thing. I'm gonna put that on the green circle, so we can uh, keep track of that. All right, Kahina, you moved behind the couch as you're waiting because they get to react mm -hmm. first because they know what he's casting. You're not sure what's happening. And Nori. Can I start my Can I start my performance? Uh, no, because you you were. This is basically like a pseudo surprise round. Okay. Okay. So, knowing what it is, I'm literally going to say it's a summon, and with a word, Anoy is going to. <clears throat> which one am I doing? You're gonna see the one of her personal favorites, floating disc float around. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, start protecting her. And she can't cast that spell. That floating separate shield. Not sure where danger is. Just kind of revolves around you right now, waiting for something to happen. And you are also going to run for cover behind the couch on the eastern side of the room here. And as this spell completes with a surge of magic almost as if they were emerging from the very ground itself hundreds of spiders thousands of small spiders will just surge into existence around Kahina and Baylor and each of you are going to take some damage Kahina is going to lose one health I can handle that for you that's fine I can do your new thingy and uh, Baylor is going to take two. And then I need oh, a four. I'll be fine. I'll wait. Oh, you good? Okay. Yeah. Is it the slider legs to tend to spider legs off? I could say it's like a tend to spider legs off the teeth problem. I would rather not have the spider leg noise. I'd also not have you die. That's fine. No, that, 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 
I just have to run to the bathroom. Oh, I didn't know if that was it. Okay, yeah. So both of you make me a fortitude save against the distraction first. 20 from Kahina and 17 from Baylor. And then both of you need a second fortitude save against the poison. Four from Baylor, a natural one, and a nine from Kahina. So both of you are poisoned by these uh, these spiders as they start to uh, just crawl all over your feet and your legs, just like the centipedes outside. You've really got no opportunity to avoid them. They're just surging all over you, biting all around your ankles and your lower legs, and you can feel their venom start to sting. This effect is different. It's less numbing and more almost weakening. Kahina and Baylor, you each lose one strength. Dara. Much like the swarm of centipedes outside, you are fully aware that your bow will do nothing against this huge pile of spiders. You'll maybe kill a dozen of them. That's going to be insignificant to swarm. Uh, Dara's going to pull out... Uh, three crossbow bolts and aim straight at the uh, source, hopefully the source of where the uh, guy is talking, the prince is talking and just hope for the best. He's just gonna kind of fire three times just generally generally into the uh, the nest of the northern end of the room and just hope you hit something. You can't see into it, but that's okay. You have a seeking weapon! Yeah. There's a <laughs> One natural one and one critical threaten in there. But unfortunately, the power of your three bolts together just pierces and rips through this nest, tearing apart the strands of webs left there, revealing nothing. He is not there. Now. Seeing that our dear prince is not in his throne, <laughs> I'm going to take a nice hard look at the surroundings. That's probably a good idea at this point, yeah. You look around, uh, and with a 15, you're trying to find something, and you follow a strand of webs up the pillars around you the four pillars supporting the massive roof of this feasting hall. And finally, you see him. Nestled in the webs on the ceiling to your left, 30 feet up at the top of that supporting pillar, already preparing another spell. I'm going to... That's a move action to stop the crowd, yeah. Yeah. And you can, since he's not at this point making any more of an effort to hide, you can as a free action point that out to everybody and everybody else can see him going to say that I found him, point directly at him with my sword, and I'm going to yell at him to come down here, you coward. Come down here, you coward. 26? That's a bit better. Um. And I'll five foot step. Just going to shake him. How much do you have to beat it by to frighten him? 10. Yeah, it's not going to frighten him. It's going to... 
take him for two rounds, I believe, because he beat it by more than five. He didn't beat it by ten. Right? That's how that works. Just double jacking. I don't know how I'm still unfamiliar with the Intimidate mechanic after how many Intimidate characters we've had in our campaign. I want to get like, it someday. I'm like 99% sure that's right. I'm pretty sure you beat it by five. It's it's another round of Shaken for every five by which you beat the DC. At least I know the DC now. So yeah, he is, uh, he is Shaken for two rounds. You can tell that the Spider Prince is afraid by your words. And looking over the group of you, he is concerned. You can see it visibly affect. Baylor. I have the poison going to Spider's initiative. So, how is he positioned up there? He is, like, his is like some horror movie stuff. His uh, legs and one arm are twisted back behind him to hold himself onto the ceiling like a spider while he's facing down at you with one hand free casting. And he's perched up against the pillar in the ceiling, kind of spread across the two of them. Alright, I'm gonna move down here out of the spiders. And I'm gonna pull out my little voodoo doll. And I'm gonna see if I can literally yank him off the wall with it. <laughs> That's a pretty good idea. So what is the save here? DC 17? And he's shaken. He's already shaken. No, no, but I, that's what I'm saying. He is shaken, and that applies to saving throws. Ooh, good point. He is shaking. He doesn't have minus two on his saving throws. Well, let me take that port save. He is going to fail it. Yeah. So he takes 17 damage as you take control of his skeleton and jolt him. And it says you can move the target five feet. Can I move him somewhere where he's not anywhere he can grab onto? <laughs> Is the question. Absolutely, yeah, I would say you can. I don't see why not. Yeah, you can absolutely yank him five feet uh, to the south, out off of the pillar and down a little bit off of the ceiling. And you jolt him. And uh, as your spell completes, with a cry, he falls from the ceiling. But whether it is insectile reflexes or what, he seems to land pretty okay. And actually entirely unharmed and upright, but on the ground. It's better than not on the ground. Yeah, it's much better than not on the ground. Alright, Kahina. Alright. Uh, do I need to make fort save? No, we're doing it on the spider's initiative. We're going to do it proper style. I need to get in the habit of doing it the way it's supposed to be, which is on the enemy's initiative. Oh, We've always okay. rolled poison on our initiatives. Okay. That's not technically how it works. Okay. Going to. Oh, he drops right in reach of you. Run out of the swarm. This should be more than enough. Okay. So I've been moved, and I, inspired by the centipedes and uh, my fear of swarms, will now cast. Uh, I have no modifiers. I'm going to cast. What are you doing? Uh, with the 
point of a flourish of her hand, she points it out to where the spider swarm is, and a burst of sonic energy just spouts outward from the middle okay. of that si spider swarm. So that's a so is, basically a sonic scream. Yeah, that is going to be a fortitude save from the spiders. Oh, they... Well, they did make the save, unfortunately. But of the two things that have been cast in the last two turns to make, that's probably the better save to make. So they take, what, half? No, it's actually, it just stops the stun. They still take the three uh, and then extra because they are a swarm. That just prevents them from being stunned. So you with that blast, sound wave blast away nearly half of this pile of spiders, leaving a, uh, a small, almost just blanket left on the ground. And actually, yeah, uh, it's a four by four. So I can actually aim it at the back end of the spider swarm. And it, would, too. and it would hit Talus as well. Talus also made a save, so, but he will also take three damage. That pretty good. You got pretty lucky getting the bone shaker on that guy. That works out real well. Right, Inori. Um, okay. Seeing everything that just happened here and realizing this guy is probably a dangerous caster. Nori is going to beat feet and and uh, I'm going to double move right up to him. I'm going to move up and past him. Well, I mean, is that I don't <laughs> I'm trying to keep this like the, uh, the the swarm on uh, my opposite side, I guess, is what I was trying. Uh, maybe here. Yeah. Okay, so you move up around the swarm to the western wall of the room, out next to Talus, and then Talus is going to just as you get over to him, as you run, breaks focus from his spell for a moment, and just skitters away from you, uh, making no attempt to protect himself. So you get an attack opportunity. He skitters away to the north, up around the backside of the pillar he was once clinging to. It's his favorite pillar. He likes this pillar. <laughs> and as he tries to get away, she just throws a swing at him. Oh, oh no! Oh yes! Unnatural no. twenty. Oh, the mistakes mm. from this man right now. You do not run from Inori. All right. Try this here. That's what he gets for turning his back on a lady. Can you confirm, confirm it, this? Confirm it. You do not confirm it. A ah. 19 does not confirm, as he has a similar shimmering aura of blue magic around him, like you've seen on Baylor so many times before. But you definitely do catch him with your longsword as he escapes. Because he skitters away, you hit him once. For 11 damage. Not bad. And as you cut him, uh, as you lay a, a, a passing slash as he falls back, the magic of his aura seems to dull the strike a bit. Uh, something that you had hoped would cut much deeper just leaves a cut across the back of his fancy, very extravagant, frilled purple jacket with a little bit of blood starting to pull through. But as he, uh, as he scampers away, 
with a laugh. It's like, ha 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 ha! Fantastic! I've not held this court like this in so long! He casts another spell. And out of this, as it completes, the webs clash to all four of these pillars, strike out across the room, blanketing the entire middle of the feasting hall, catching everybody but Dara and Inori. Nell, Kahina, and Baylor. I'm going to need reflex saves. That's an eight. That's an eight. That's a one. That's a four. That's a 13. So all three of you are grappled by this webbing as it springs into existence across the middle of the room, blanketing the whole center of the hall. You are all very much trapped. And then Kahina and Baylor, I also need a fortitude save from you for the spider poison as well. Kahina with a 23, and Biller with an 11, both able to shake it off. And the swarm of spiders is going to surge around to the western end of the room onto Inori. Where Inori is going to take 5 damage and making a fortitude save. All right, so as they swarm around you and start 24. to bite, 24, you fight off the growing sense of nausea inside you. You push through it and maintain your abilities. I'll give you another fortitude save for the poison. Oh, you gonna double deuce me like that? Swarms are swarms, my dude. Swarms are the worst. You did come into the spider palace. Oh, oh another 24. Back-to-back back 18s on the die. You're having none of this nonsense right now. You're you're fine, other than the damage of the what is the larger spiders that are left in this crawling pile. Almost like a horde of tarantulas now surging across your legs. Just got this coat fixed. Fighting Dara. Uh, Dara's going to pull three more bolts out. And seeing uh, everybody else is kind of caught in their own separate things is going to... Uh, realize that he needs to try extra hard and try and get rid of this guy before uh, he pounces on someone that's stuck in the net. So he's going to use two grit and um, try and get through that guy's shield. Okay. Uh, do you want me to roll them separately or together? Uh, you can roll them all together. We'll say the first two are the ones that are uh, okay. gritted. So you focus. He's in cover. Knowing the magic you have in Dignity's Barb, that doesn't mean a whole lot to you. And your first two bolts both land as one sails by over the webs. One of them a crit threaten, actually, so roll to confirm, which is just that same attack roll again. Their normal uh, macro with a minus two for rapid fire. Sorry, say that again? Uh, confirming a crit's the same attack roll. So just roll as if you were making another attack. So just your standard attack macro with a minus two for rapid shot. Oh, okay. Because you got another crit confirm. You're two for two on crit confirms firing at this guy. You are. Ow! A 19 on the die into his second 19 on the die. One of those bolts buries itself solidly into what was once the Baron Talus's shoulder. 
and he yelps as he turns back behind his cover, and you can see these bolts kind of arc themselves around the pillar to hit him as they lose from Dignity's Barb. So, you Too get basically it was an acid. the damage of three hits, pretty much, because a crit gives you basically a, a, it's, it's just twice, so just give me your damage three times. first bolt does 25 damage and the second bolt does 12. You do 37 oh. damage to Baron Talus. Now, as he stumbles grasping with one hand at this bolt sticking out of his shoulder, he is still fighting. He's, if anything, more angry, but definitely injured. Now, you are stuck in this web, so you are grappled. Strength check to break free, correct? Uh, with web... Is your strength for web, or does it just... Combat maneuver or escape artist. Yeah, it's artist. breaking out of a grapple, so it's, it's a yeah, CMB or escape artist. I know there's oh, somebody... It's entangled that gives you the strength check to burst it. Yeah, okay, so I'm just gonna roll... And with your combat maneuver, you struggle and you turn, and you only get yourself further inured in these webs. They're very sticky, and you're completely unable to break free. Anything else? Not really. You have a move action, but you can't move or draw uh, draw an item, so not really, no. I can't keep myself within the web? No, you're grappled. You can't move at all. Okay. Baylor, I thought it was just you, I can't leave the web. You two are stuck. No, you think, everything you're thinking is entangled. You are Probably. physically grappled. Like, you are completely stuck in the web. You can't move at all unless you break out. I mean, you can, you're grappled, so you can take standard actions to swing at things that come close enough to you, but he's not close <laughs> enough to you. All right. Fairlor is going to focus, try to see a future where he gets out of here, and then try to get out. <laughs> Live the dream that he's not stuck in this web for the rest of the fight. So there's the one roll. One possible feature, you get 12, and you're very stuck. The other, the you one. get a 13, which is technically better. Yeah. But still very much stuck. He is a powerful sorcerer, as Mosul warned you, and these webs are magically enhanced. They're not just regular strands. They're arcane bindings, and you just can't muster the strength to break free. Kahina, also stuck in the web. He's going to thrash and attempt to With a move. 15, you twist there you go. and just very carefully, almost like a dancer, roll yourself out, peeling yourself off of the strands that you're stuck to. Profession dancer is a thing that I have, so. Oh, I actually literally didn't know that, so that works. <laughs> she just, like, backbends through and cartwheels backwards. Now, you're still in the webs, and if you're stuck in them at the end of your turn, you could very well still be stuck. But you only have one move action, and they are difficult terrain for you still. Okay. You have to move through carefully. Okay. And all you have left is a move action. So I can just try and move out of them? Yeah. Maybe you can move 15 feet. They're difficult terrain. So that's just enough to get you out to the eastern side of the room, yeah. across the Minori and the Swarm and pull yourself free from these webs, and that's pretty much all you got for this round. That's fine. Inori. Okay, uh, 
definitely don't want to be in this swarm anymore. This is unpleasant. And uh, as she moves and uh, closes the distance here to get to this point, on the way, she's going to telepathically say, help me, buddy. We're going in. And she's going to ask Ciaran for some added assistance and and then use her own arcane magic to further enhance him. So you're going to have multiple gener- layers of magic yeah. surging through your blade as you come around this corner. Ciaran Lightning raised. and cold. <laughs> and we are going to attempt to spell strike this man. Uh, probably should have looked at which one I was going to do. With one of the... Okay. Yeah, we're going to do that. So... No, that won't work. Never mind. I'm just going to try to hit him. <laughs> just going to hit him! Alright. With a 21, you swing your... You swing your sword around at him. And it bounces off, like glances entirely off against his magical aura. Uh, oh. Just barely shaving off a bit of his jacket, but doing nothing further, unfortunately. The Baron is going to just carefully moving like a creature from Nightmare, extricate himself a bit backwards away from Inori, back towards the ripped portions of what was his nest at the northern end of the room, back towards the raised dais. And just call it insolence! It's insolence! It's arrogance! You hooligans! Wait! Alright, like, he looks like he has a great idea. And he reaches up and grabs the crown on his head and just thrusts his whole head kind of forward, looking at Inori very intently. And for a moment, he just kind of looks like an idiot and nothing happens. But after a second, energy wells up and fires out in a beam out of the crown. And strikes Inori. And Inori, you take 17 damage. As this searing white blast of divine energy strikes you from the crown. Swarm is also going to chase after you. Trying its best to just stand as much as between you and the Baron as possible. You are going to take another two damage from the crawling spiders chasing you around the room as you try to close the Baron. I need two more fortitude saves from you. One for the swarm, one for the poison. You good on the swarm with a 20? Alright. And for the poison. Oh, no. Uh, with an eight, not eight. as good on the poison as the continued attacks from these spiders are just starting to build up and wear you down. You feel weakened. You lose two strength. Dara. Baron has moved back from his pillar. Not that it was really protecting him from taking his barb anyway. Dara's going to pull out three more bolts and aim at the guy again. Like, well, I do one thing. I do one thing, and that's about it. And with three shots on this one, 
the highest of them being an 18, unfortunately. All three of them are in a cluster, just going to sail by this melee as Anori and the Baron continue to make their way back towards the northern end of the room. He was very surprised about the I-beam thing. Yeah, <laughs> he's distracted. Really like, you were not waiting for that <laughs> one was, to come out. He was aiming for the crown and he was just trying to take the crown off his head. Yeah. I believe that is actually a trick shot you do get later. <laughs> no. Well, let's see if I can break myself out. Still stuck in the webs, just watching this struggle as Anori attempts to fight her way towards the Baron. With a 21, you wrench yourself free of the edge of the webs. So you're left with only a move action, but you are free. Alright, I'm going to move like that. To move around get to place around behind, behind him. him without risking his strike range. You step up on the northern dais, placing yourself behind him, trying to corner him between you and your magus. Good thinking. Sorry. Baylor. You can cast while you're in the web, it's just a really bad time. Yeah. It's technically possible. Y you know what I could also do? Better break out of the web. Or. <laughs> or. I could just summon a wooden spear and try to chuck it at him. Is that not spell-like? I, uh, I can go check for sure. I'm pretty sure it's supernatural. If it's supernatural, you can absolutely summon a wooden spirit. It is supernatural. All right, yeah, you can absolutely do that. That requires no focus. Uh, you're grappled, so you can take a minus two to your attack roll, an additional minus two because you're down four decks. I'm pretty sure it's grappled. It doesn't go off my thing. decks. So just the minus two for being grappled then. And you are going to just blast your wooden spear towards him, but stuck in the webs as you are struggling to try to even get a bearing to to send it towards him. It's going to go sail completely over his head and clatter against the wall behind him. Kahina. All right. So Kahina. So I'm going to run behind the pillar. And then over. And then once again, I am uh, going to throw uh, my sonic blast. And I'm going to have it originate there so that neither Nell nor Anori are caught in the blast. So you scamper um, around the, the eastern end of the room. Yeah, up around this pillar, but hitting him and the spider swarm. Both. For, for both of those. And with another, oh, another scream, this blast of sonic energy surges mm -hmm. up behind Baron mm -hmm. Talus and the swarm, up against the northwestern wall, across the hall from you. And with two damage, the save does not matter for the swarm, as three damage is going to be enough to dissipate what is left of them and the uh the spiders are blasted away just leaving of course an uncomfortable amount of stragglers on the floor but not enough to be any kind of a threat baron talus is going to turn back towards you and why don't you tell me what happens to him um i 
as the sound goes off, it's just a a shrill shrieking that just basically just rattles uh, the your brain inside your head, and you just have to sit there and just kind of look around because you don't even realize what's going on around you. It's just pain, and you're just dazed and just like kind of out he's of just, it. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got he's overwhelmed by this wall yeah, of sound. Just like can't even think straight. As he turns to see Nell, he turns to face Nell and you, you see him put his hands up over his head and like reel back and his eyes just go really wide almost popping out and he goes to stumble forward and swing a clad hand at Nell and just turns and collapses over on the floor. I'm just going to look down at his collapsed body, look back at everyone and say, oh, that was fairly easy. Not even a scratch on me. Noise gonna step up and immediately try to cut the guy's head off. Safe because you definitely are still poisoned, but then you can also step up and cut the guy's head off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to make a fortitude save, though, right? <laughs> yeah, because you are still poisoned, so I mean, you need that last tick of the poison. Did you make his brain explode? Yeah, I mean, maybe? It's Mostly his ears. I, I mean, oh. I, not sure. And Nori steps forward, brings Ciaran down, and just removes Baron Talos' head from his shoulders. You hear Ciaran in your mind, Atta girl! Don't take any chances. I agree. Wholeheartedly, in fact. Good stuff, hey. Kahina. Thanks for getting the swarm off me. They messed up my jacket. I kind of feel so, not so great. I was going to do my standard procedure of take any potential weapons off the body, but you have removed the need for that. He doesn't actually have anything to be can, can be considered a, a weapon. How about that crown? He has, nothing his but bite, his, but... he has nothing but his crown, his regal cape, the well, royal purple a beam out behind crown, him, so. yeah, and a yeah. ring on his hand. So... Uh, I, I assume with a little bit of work, I will eventually worm my way out of this web. Yeah, eventually you will work your way out of the web, which is going to be here for the Guys, where'd Baylor go? I mean, I haven't seen him in a minute. So, (laughs) it's not going anywhere anytime soon, but you will eventually work your way out Mm -hmm. of the web. Baylor, come and uh, look at this crown. See if maybe the curse is originating from it. Seven Baylors walk around the corner. Okay, with the real one, with the real Baylor, please stand up. <laughs> They're all standing is the problem. Oh, as the, as the gaggle of Baylors come around the corner, okay. you cast his detect magic spell. Roll me for that, uh, that crown there. Roll for crown. Okay. The 32, Baylor, you can tell that this is a crown of blasting. It no, does exactly wow. what it says on the tin. It's a fairly uncommon item where basically you just channel all the power of holy searing light into this crown to come out on the command of its wearer once per day. And then if, if you hit them, it just does 3d8 holy damage. Well then... That's you would nice also hat. notice while you were assign, uh, assessing that 
his cape is magical as well, and I'm not going to make you roll for what would again just be a light enchantment of resistance to make you slightly more or less susceptible to magics and poisons and all kinds of things. You're at this point pretty familiar with the first level cloak of resistance. Anything else on him, just waving it over. Nothing else on him appears to be magical, no. But as you wave that cone across him, you hear the chains being undone. The door opens behind you to the south. As Master Mosul steps into the room, sees the blast of webs across the middle, dominating the whole of the body of this room. And the four of you gathered around the fallen Baron, and Dara's still hiding behind the pillar on the east side of the room, you know, just in case. <laughs> he doesn't say anything immediately. It's kind of just a grim look on his face. Master Mosul, we do deeply apologize. We did try to speak with him. No. I understand. In here, knowing full well what would happen. Thank you. I don't know how to thank you properly, but the best he can do is take a leave. Brought him his tithing in the last few months. Keeps him in the library. It's that door to your right. I'd ask your forgiveness if surely run afoul of the law. But we do what we had to do. We understand. And now we can work to help you rebuild Jambus and bring your people no. home. No. Regardless of what happens, none of us want to see sight set foot in this town again. At least now we can leave. Get back to honest living elsewhere. Well, Newtown is just down the road. I know there are people there that would love to see you all again, hearty and whole. And as I offered, as we offered the Vort while we were there, anything you all need and any trade you want to apply, Stockies is very welcome to have you as our neighbors. Aye. I think I'll see what the Baronet Vort's been up to. Hope he's been doing well for himself in light of all things. Um, I walk over there and hand him Vort's sigil back. Tell him that it helped us and that we're glad to help. Anything you all need, just let us know. He takes it from you and nods. I'll be as glad to hear it as I am. This is close to us. I think a reg will just do now. We pass titles here. This um, is as close to him as a friend as I was. We do have in uh, Stockies now, they have built a temple of Abadar. Um, if you have any need, you need not ride all the way to Lothidar. You can come to Stockies and we can do what we can for and you. You and see your behind him almost comedically, four people just kind of peeking around the edge of the door frame, watching what's happening, just kind of whispering to themselves. And you hear a voice in the back, I can't see what's going on. While this is <laughs> Is it sad that I really want him to move to Stockies? I want him to become a new member of Stockies. And, uh, I want him to come down and help Bubo. <laughs> Mosul nods. 
I'm gonna gather our things. Those that are rightfully ours and we need for the journey, but where has the young baronet found himself? East of here, I assume. He's a reasonable type. Plenty of good land. Follow the road. You can't miss it. Hmm. Well, I'll take my leave then. We whatever wish you well. Whatever we have there in that library is ill-gotten goods. If you wish to think it's a fool's errand to try to return all that to those we've stolen it from over the past months. Hope a lot of you can put it to good use in stockies. We thank you. Hell of a hole. You've more than earned it. That's the least I can offer you. And he's gonna Abadar protect you. You as well. And he'll turn and head back and four faces immediately recede back from the, uh, the door as he turns and approaches and disappears back to the west wing where they'd been staying. Did, uh, did you check the ring too? Well, I know the ring was non-magical. It's ring just a ring wearing the uh, signet of the Talos family. Okay. Well, I'm still going to take that. It's inlaid with a, a golden stud, like almost diamond, not even almost, a diamond studded ring around the outside of it. It's very thick and ornate. Uh, and obviously would have belonged to the Baron. I'm going to appraise it. Would you say it's around worth around 4,000 gold, maybe? <laughs> probably not, no. Nell's nine on appraise. So you'd probably get a Maybe a hundred for that. Like, it's pretty well made, but it's not magical. and It's not, like, a giant circle. Like, they're tiny Let little diamonds at the cardinal directions. But a 17 on a praise, you'd probably get about 500 gold fence in it. But anybody in Marat's going to know where it came from. Right. Well, that it was less about fencing it, but more about... Right, just, just general. I want to check out this prize room. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go on ahead and give that door a solid opening. And it opens easily. No locking at this point, barely even a latch. As you can see where the clawed spidered hands of Baron Talos had given to it and ripped the knob entirely out of the frame of the door. <laughs> Gave up Frustrated. On it. <laughs> so he could just push it open with ease. As your light illuminates what was once a proud library, there are still many books in here along the walls and many across the ground that torn into shreds to make bedding for his nest back in the main hall. It's now more of a treasury. And what's left in here is almost just kind of a heap in the center of the room, which has been cleared away. Tables and chairs pushed to the sides. You can see mounds of coin, suits of armor, wands, scrolls, and gems as well as uh, scattered around what looks like it's almost a full set of cutlery with the handles bearing stylized griffin talons and silver. Why don't you cast me the tech magic and just give me one, each of you magical swords, give me one good spellcraft check for the hall. And then okay. while they're doing that, give me one good appraise at a Nell. Redeem yourself for that nine. Redeeming 23. 23. Yeah, 25. 29. 29 on the spellcraft. Pretty good. Pretty good, all <laughs> things considered. So looking through this pile, if you guys are uh, ready, uh, what I'm going to do for simplicity 
is copy paste this whole haul into the roll 20 chat. Oh, nice. Okay. That nice. you guys can then proceed to just copy paste into your own logs or whatever, sort out, because then we're going to take our uh, midstream break. But I'll run over it quickly. There's mounds of coin. It would take you some time to count it all, but it is mostly coppers. It's not to say there isn't hundreds, if not thousands of silver and easily hundreds of gold scattered throughout. It'll take some time to properly account for the whole pile. Various we don't see a spell book in here anywhere? You do not know. Various pieces of armor scattered around come together to be a full set of plus one full plate. As well as a scroll of restoration, a wand of color spray that seems to have been nibbled on a bit with 42 charges, several amethysts, and a, what appeared to originally be a piece of jade is a perfectly round glass eye carved from almost opaque moonstone. Pretty good hoard. So can I just find various sacks and bags to put all the, the money in, into? We have a regular uh, bag of holding and also the bag of... You have the, 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 the bank, bank bag. You can put all this money in your bank bag. Oh, there's, act there's actual money before the stuff that even yeah. sold, too. Wow, we got paid today. I'm excited. <laughs> Who wants to spend the next three hours putting handfuls of coins in the bag? Well, it's going to take you probably... Uh, I will absolutely help you do that, to, Well, you only got one little bag that you can fit a hand into comfortably. It's like a belt pouch about the size of a head. So you could both kneel down and just start ham-fisting coins into this thing. But we're gonna take our uh, midstream break here, real quick. So, as you gather up these things, and uh, Kahina takes the crown, Dara so you said it takes was the called cape. the crown of what? Blasting. It's, it's a minor crown of blasting. If you want to just write that on your sheet for ease of looking it up later, if you need specifics of what it does. Okay. Nell, do you have a cloak of resistance? He does. Is it just Dara that doesn't? I don't have one either, actually. We're going to have to, like, no, wrestle. I don't have one either. So oh, there, it's just... Uh, well, okay. I, I could like, beat you. I don't I know gonna... if I'm sorry, though. <laughs> um, I, was, I was surprised you guys got... I don't know where Parklogs of Existence came from. But, uh, yeah, fair enough. So it's just Nell and Kanina have one. Yes. Baylor, Dara, and Nori, between you three, who wants to take the Cloak of Resistance? Well, I try and stay out of the conflict, so it might be better on one of you. I don't know, that bone shatter, I'm pretty sure that's what you called it when we talked about it before, right? That was pretty cool. I think you earned the cloak, man. Bone shaker, but... Oh, okay. Pardon me. <laughs> don't, don't don't worry, I will get bone yeah, shatter. Bone shatter is a different and very terrifying <laughs> spell. Oh, oh my man. goodness. <laughs> I didn't know bone, bone shatter existed until past... Spoiler alert, King bone shatter is level 7. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't Baylor, aware... The Lord of Bones. I wasn't aware that was a spell until Pathfinder Kingmaker, and like, oh man, Bone oh, wow. Shatter is stupid. I, I just misspoke, and it actually is Ooh. something else. So, so you're you're fine with me taking a cloak then? Yeah. yeah. All right. I'll get one down the road. I just want to get a when we divvy up this more money. Than plus I need to get paid. Fortitude save. I think it'd be helpful in general. A lot of stuff does fort saves. Yeah. So with you, uh, it, guys, it takes you guys 15, 20 minutes to literally just shovel scoop this pile of coin Pillage. into your uh, your meta bag that you got from the Church of Abadar. 
to deposit it directly into your extra planar accounts. And figure out what to do with the rest of the things. The scroll and the wand. The gems you can put in your bag of holding. And I guess Nell is just hauling a suit of full plate. All kind of well, together. If it would fit in the bag, there's no reason not to put it in the bag. It is not going to fit in the bag. No, you are not getting a cuirass in the mouth of the bag of holding. That's that's going to be a no but for me, Don. It's in pieces. You could fit most of it in there. You could probably fit everything but the cuirass in there. That's what I was thinking. So I'll just I'll just carry around a, ble a plus one breastplate, and we'll have the additional <laughs> thirty pounds of material in the bag. Is just the chest of a suit of plus one full plate a plus one breastplate? I mean, that's all it is, is a breastplate. I mean, it, I mean it makes, like, mechanically, the, maybe not, but The it makes logic sense. is there! <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I, I don't think I could reasonably say no if you're like, hey, I want to well, take this plus... I just want to wear the chest piece. It's a plus one breastplate. Like, I... Mechanically speaking, when okay. you take <laughs> a fully enchanted suit of full plate and you break it down to just the breastplate, the enchantment no longer functions. Ah, uh, is that how it works? I was like, I feel like there's rules that say you can't do this, but I yeah. don't know about them offhand. No, that that, that is actually sense. part of enchanting things. Yeah, that makes sense because it's like bracers of archery. You have to wear both of them. Exactly. It has. I only. I know that one specifically because you find them individually in skull and shackles, and if you don't find <laughs> both of them, they're useless garbage. You have a pretty magical wristband that doesn't do anything. Yeah, so I'll just carry the whole thing then. I mean, okay, so yeah, the enchantment's over the entire set of armor, so you need the whole set of armor, fair enough. So you load this up, and you head out with your bags not looking nearly like you had taken as much stuff as you actually had, since it pretty much all went into extra-dimensional spaces other than the breastplate you're just kind of hauling in your arms as you go. <laughs> and as you pass, My pretty crown. And your crown, yeah, you got parents. It does look really good on you. Are you wearing Baron Talus's crown as you no. walk back out? Okay. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Okay. It is Look very at much. What we have done. It's very I, much. It and the question. ring are very much in a bat in my side. I am the Spider Prince now. Look at me. I am the Spider Prince now. You you have it in the bag. You have it in the bag. You're not gonna wear Baron Talus's crown out past Master <laughs> Mosel and his friends. Yeah. As you head out there, because that's once that's we now. get back to Starkey's, that's an entirely different situation. Around the house, down around town. <laughs> yeah. Nora, check out my new cross. So, as you do head out, you can hear the the man all kind of just ruffling through their things, trying to pull stuff together, getting ready to leave, more or less, getting ready to. Uh, head out to wherever it is they're going to head next. And they hear you leaving. You're not a very subtle group clomping by in your armor and whatnot. They'll kind of just turn and look at you. Very varied expressions. Some of them in awe. Some of them in shock. Some of them kind of angry. Master Mosul still just looks grim. That's the best I can give for him. And as he sees you all coming out, he raises a hand uh, to wait a moment, grabs something, and heads back over towards you uh, with what appears to be a green stone figure in his hand. This, consider this one personal for me. 
none of that was rightfully ours. That was all take from the roads, but this this has been mine. And I want to offer it to you. And it just holds it out. I suppose I'll take it from him. No reason not to. Thank you for this. You're not familiar with figurines of this type. Transforming animals. We actually have one, yes. I've only used this once. And I've been keeping it in good faith ever since. As you look at it here, it's an intricately carved, similar to your silver ra raven, a serpentine owl with its claws just kind of tucked up underneath it. The way I understand it, things only got so much magic in it. About two more goes, I'd say. On command, it takes life. I imagine just like your own figurine. And it understands you. You can control it with a thought. Send it in to scout, look around, check up on things for you. Sure, you can find uses for a telepathic owl. I take care with that. It only will work so many more times. I'm just gonna hand that directly to Baylor. <laughs> He's. It's like cool. Here, Dad. <laughs> hand it over immediately. And uh, Baylor taking it with a cursory summary. Uh, search of your own magic. You can confirm what he said. This here is a serpentine owl figurine of wondrous power. It's exactly what it says. It can turn into an owl for up to eight hours that you're telepathically linked to. No range. It can go as far as it can go in eight hours. But at the end of eight hours, it's going to turn back into a little stone, so... You probably want to have it when it's up. Uh, it can only be used two more times before it is wholly devoid of magic. It's not like a per-day thing. Literally just twice. And with that, I'm also still looking kind of grim and awkward. Nods and turns and heads back to his men without a further word. Now that the Prince of Spiders is no more, what do what is the outside in the town look like? Is it still still the same? I mean, as you look out the front door, it is still the webs have not all magically disappeared. The town is still in the same ruined, infested state that it was when you first arrived. Now, immediate change seems to have taken place. I'm still partial to just burning this entire place down. Mean, you're maybe not wrong. A fire big enough to burn all of this would be a fire big enough to threaten the entire county. This is we true. We could always do it building to building. Dara, we, what do you think about that? We can worry about it. Later. Later. Not now. There's... Just no more immediate. There are no more highwaymen because we have. I don't think we're burning down a town. Is the thing. <laughs> no. If the people, if the good people of Newtown at some point wish to level this and rebuild a new Jambus or a new town, whatever they wish to do it, in that time, if the land is no longer cursed, we can help them or ask Utropia to do so. Is the party gonna not burn something to the ground immediately? I'm so proud of you guys! <laughs> Your first response! 
response was let's set everything on fire. No, oh, no. Look, it's so My pretty. first response was let's just set it on fire, and then everyone put some reason behind your it. Your first response and then your last response upon leaving was burn it down as well. <laughs> no, my last response is going to be to write quarantine on the front gate. <laughs> Can you even Invol- spell quarantine now? Undead open inside. <laughs> Supposed to replace the word dead with spiders. Don't spiders open inside. <laughs> Don't spiders open inside. I was about to say it. You said it, but you put dead instead of spiders. Uh, he had a better joke than me, ready. Why are you wanting to run a campaign, Baylor? You want to be the GM? <laughs> Please, anyway, no. Friend on stage we, would, we would die so early on. You Mr. guys want to play a meat grinder? Uh-huh. Let's have Baylor run us through Iron Gods. That'll be a good time for all parties There you go. Involved. I would love to. Uh, we can just switch this up next I, I think time. I'll run Rapanathuk or whatever. Please. Please. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. I'm not okay, even ready on. to consider the implications of that. You make your way out of Jambus. On your way out, nothing attacks you. In fact, you don't even see any signs of smaller insects. It's as if everything is just giving you a wide berth. If it is still here. It could be gone. It's difficult to verify. And I'm assuming you want to really stay no longer than you really need to to find out. We're good. The amount of poison in my body makes me want to leave. I would like to go (laughs) home, though. (laughs) You make your way back out to where the horses were lightly staked a little ways outside of Jambus. And all things considered, you weren't really gone that long. Maybe an hour. And half of that was scooping treasure into a tiny bag. So you come back and your horses are still there, pawing at the ground, grazing maybe, just doing horse stuff, standing ground, existing. I don't know, horse stuff. Brindo's horse stuff. What do horses do? They just leave them in the field for an hour but stick That's to the ground. exactly what they do. Cool, that's kind of what I figured. So stands there and be a horse. Stands there is horse. And you mount back up and ride where? Back to Stockies? I would assume so. Well, we're passing Newtown along Newtown. the way. You are passing oh, Newtown the way. And you're, le- you're, wait, and you're leaving before Master Mosul and his Ben. So you'll be the first ones to ride past. And it's still fairly early in the morning, because you made your way into Jambus in the morning. You're only in there for about an hour. It's probably not even noon We yet. just went and solved one of the biggest scourges in the entire county of Marat. Before one month. hour. <laughs> that just shows you how much the, the Bartleby doesn't care. And Bartleby no. couldn't be bothered. Well, it I mean, really is he, that he couldn't be bothered. He just, if he put any kind of effort at all into this, he could have he taken care of it. But he doesn't. That's what he does. Nothing. So, you mount up, and you head back out east, down the Casimir Highway, back towards your new bridge and Stockies. And, as you said, as you start to get to a little past noon, you'd pass by Newtown. Your reception is much the same. No one expects anything different. With the notable difference that Baronet Vort himself, I'm assuming you're turning in already to come give news mm-hmm. here. Baronet Vort himself watches intently as you're approaching. And as you turn off the path into Newtown, he quickly moves up to greet you. As he does, he nods. Overnight Kahina stay. would 
Right. Uh, I, I dismount my horse and walk up and uh, I'm gonna holler over at him uh, we didn't find anything wrong with the place are you are you sure we had the right town as you're holding this thing of full plate in your arms like I didn't say anything wrong I look fine to me Kahina is gonna turn blood. around and look straight at Nell with the best mom look that you have ever seen that says you're so grounded for the rest <laughs> of your life and she's like Nell that's inappropriate and not funny no and then turn back around you don't play pranks on the person. You're just getting ready to tell them, hey, I just, we just killed your best friend. Don't worry, he's going to lean over to know. Turn. I thought it was kind of funny. Turnitin <laughs> just kind of wide-eyed looking back. Oh, gosh, they give you. Um, we come with tidings. Not all good, but some good. Um, okay. We... This is a lot of words so far. I've said nothing, I, m I must say. You will be joined shortly with some of your uh, kin, uh, Master Mosul. He lives. He does. He right now bears your sigil. I gave it to him as we were leaving. Um, he and his several of his men are on his way. Well, this, is, this is fantastic. He, Unf he wanted to stay and, behind to, to care for the and Baron. And he did. But... He did care for the Baron. Not only did he care for the Baron. So the Baron still lives. He does not. The state we found the Baron in after the curse was irreversible. He was more spider than man. Unfortunately, we had to do what we must. And Dara's gonna walk up and place a hand on his shoulder and be like, It is unfortunate that Bartholby did not consider this uh, important enough for him, for he might have been able to save your tribune before I it got this bad had some hope there was still something left in him but Kahina's gonna reach inside the bag and pull out the signet ring and put he it in Vort's hand he takes it and he just kind of considers it in his palm he just closes his hand over it I know this. Given As, just the state in which we left, probably wasn't much else that could be done. Master Mosul was not, could not bring himself to injure, end his friend's suffering. And we understand. He was going to spend and the you, rest of his life there. He was, was ready plan. to keep the curse from spreading, and he did his job well. But your friend would not have wanted to live. He was a good man from all accounts, yours and Master Moses. I tried to tell him as much, but wouldn't have it. He couldn't see past what the Baron had become, or what the Baron was, rather. I'm sorry. I'm, this is going to take some time to process. But well, thank he you. Is, he is have, at rest. Know that. Know that your friends are coming to be with you. This is a stretch at best, but is the curse broken? From what we could tell, it appeared there were small changes, but the 
the state of the general structures as a whole was not suddenly shifted. Well, that's there appeared to be it's less been... vermin around as we were leaving. Well, that's good. That's good. Whether that was just because the sun was higher in the sky or some other reason, we're not sure. Well, perhaps it's not impossible. Jambus can be resettled then. That's any of us here left everything behind in our haste. Unfortunately, there's, I fear, with what transpired after you left, there may not be much of what you remember. If there is, like we said before, if you do want to reclaim and rebuild, stockies will help. Anything you need, tradesmen, whatever, just let us know. Send a messenger. We will do what we can to help you rebuild. He puts the ring in a pocket and looks up. Well, let's hope at least. I said before and I'll say again. We're a hardy lot. Won't be a burden. We can rebuild here as well as anywhere else. Hope if the infestations died down and perhaps even further over the coming days, we can make some expeditions in the Jamus, recover some of our things. We'll make do. Go with caution, but I do think it will be safer to go now than it has been. Well, Master Moses lived there for about a part of a year. Sure, with him at our side, we can figure things out. If you have need of any clerical services, as we told Master Mosul, we have uh, the Church of Abadar, a small Church of Abadar with a single cleric. Um, you need only come as far as stockies, and we will do what we can to help. Thank you. Lady, it was Rostam, was it? Yes. Thank you all of you for your services, not only to the Baron, but to Jambus. And opposed by rights of succession, it's new Baron. I'm in no place to grant you a boon, but I will make this right by you. As you've made this so right by me. I won't keep you longer. We've much to do now. And I'll await Master Mosul's arrival. We wish you well. Know that all the good people of Newtown are in your debt. Thank you, Baron. He nods and turns back to his people. Everyone! Have news! Come! As he walks back into the center of his camp and everyone kind of trickles in to come hear his tale. Stay or... Head back to Stockies so you have time. Uh, well, while we're riding back to Stockies, I wanted to talk to Baylor a second, actually. So we're going to roll. Well, you got we're a couple gonna... of hours of riding, so. Yeah, plenty of time to talk. That's fine. I'm just right up next to him, and I'm like, so that that owl we got, um, how does it work exactly? Similar to the one you have, though... Yours has a period of time where it refreshes with its ability, and this one will run out if used just two times more. Okay, so we got two uses, and it's kind of like it it can fly over and locate somebody, or how does it, it... It turns into an owl and can communicate telepathically with whoever activated it. 
So if I were to maybe want to send it to try to find somebody, it could do that? You hear in your mind uh, immediately in response to you saying that, uh, almost overlapping as Baylor replies. Not sure what you're thinking, girl, but I'm sure it's not good. Hey, at the end of the day, we both know what my mission is. I'm with these people because it's on the same line and it's it just feels like fate, you know? It's giving me an opportunity. I need to find this man. There's nothing back. And this telepathic exchange happens near instantly uh, as Baylor starts to reply. You would need to know exactly where to be sending the owl to be searching for what you were searching for. And if it were not able to return, we'll find it and return within eight hours, it would become back to the object once again at the end of those eight hours, wherever it happened to be at the time. Hmm. If I had a specific city or something, it could maybe circle over and... I don't know. I'm just kind of spitballing, spitballing here, though. Um, it could search that city as well as a natural owl could for up to eight hours. At the end of that, it would fall back to just being the figurine. Good to know. Hey, um, if you could, if it ever comes up, I'd, I'd like to save one of those uses just in case for something I might have to do. That's cool with you. I mean, I don't see us using it for anything too specific here in the near future, so... Unless we wanted it to scout the interior of the Palace of Birdsong that we haven't seen. Okay. An owl to go in the Palace of Birdsong? <laughs> you know how big an owl is? An owl is, like, at least <laughs> this big. <laughs> there are birds all over that palace. How is an owl going to stand out? Pretty sure he would stand up flying through a castle. Hold on. (laughs) Birds flying all over the place. Mechanically, have I spellcrafted this? Do I need to do that? You would mechanically have spellcrafted. I didn't make you roll because he basically told you everything it did. It it turns into... Okay, no, it's it's either a normal-sized owl or a giant owl. Normal-sized owl. It can turn into a normal size. It one. actually can turn into a giant owl. <laughs> yeah, it can turn weird. into a owl larger than a horse. Like, yeah, it can oh turn into like a, an eighteen foot wingspan owl. Why would you ever want to do Which that? Which Mosul didn't what? mention because he didn't know about it. But you can turn <laughs> into can, a. We can fly to Mount Doom and drop the ring. Because you can turn into a battle owl. Like it can fight with you. <gasps> yes. With that though, yeah. Thanks. You may say you, but yes. Right and I'm pretty sure if it runs out of health, it's, it's permanently destroyed. gone. Yeah, it's destroyed. It'll yeah, it turn back into like serpentine fragments on the ground. Aw. Here I am imagining Dara sitting on top of a giant battle owl just shooting <laughs> down at Bartleby. The mo- that's how we're going to tell the story anyway. The most yeah. heroic way physically possible. <laughs> sitting on top yes. of the owl with Dignity's barb. The... The Talden Grognison emblazoned upon its haft 
firing holy bolts down into the down on it. That's exactly how we in every tavern ever. Uh the god's toothpick, right? God spike, yes. God spike. God's toothpick. You still have the god spike unless you've sold it, yes. No, we haven't. We haven't had time to sell it. Yeah, no, I, that's why I figured I didn't know if we had left it back with us or if we still had it. So the ride to uh, from Jambus to Newtown is like two, three hours. The ride from Newtown to Stockies is like four hours. That's definitely the longer one of the two. So you're going to be getting through in the late afternoon as afternoon starts to move on to evening as you reach the Gold Pebble Bridge. And when you get to the Gold Pebble Bridge, you see at the far side of it, Bubo doing something and his two men, both sitting on the ground, one of them leaning up uh, against one of the supports of the bridge, and the other just sat in the grass cross-legged looking at Bubo as he's doing something with his hands back turned to you. But no sooner do you get in an eye shot of that as he hears your horses approaching, and Bubo turns around and raises a hand. Ah! Oh, fantastic, you're back. Well, not entirely fantastic. You have bad news. What is what it? What would that be, Bubo? Well, you see, I figured my infinite guard wisdom, it would probably be a good idea to let you guys know before you got back in the town that, uh... Ah, oh, dang it, Tom. Take your time. He's thinking, he's thinking for a second. Like he's, is uh, the pretty elf boy back? Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, Sir Gooseneck, or whatever. Gooseneck, Goose aha, that's it. Goose something. Uh, yeah, you sir. He's definitely looking for the lot of you, and as soon as he hears that you're back in town, he's probably going to be back at your estate. Just so you know. Good. Now, this wasn't on account, I'll have you know, of anything I did. He just showed up in town yesterday afternoon with a bunch of men asking after you. I understand this is a regular occurrence. I know I didn't seem terribly fixed. It's becoming a regular occurrence, yes. Seems like what? kind of an ass, isn't he? A bit. He's just doing his job. He's a regular just, occurrence, yes. He's just a little high strung. Well, hey. You know, set on fire what? and whatnot. What are you doing? Oh, me? Oh, I was just entertaining the lads here, waiting for you to come back. I had no idea how many days you're going to be gone for. You don't really give a whole lot of notice when you leave. To your captain of the guard, of all things. Well, that's what the sheriff's for. Am I, is that, am I not the sheriff? Um, no. You're the Who? head guardsman. Who's the sheriff? Honora. That explains a lot of things just made sense. Anyway. <laughs> no, it was, uh, nothing important. Don't worry about it. <sighs> All right. Thank you, oh, Bubba. Wait, no, hold on. What's that? And he, uh, he steps up, looking very intently at Kahina's face. Um, and he kind of points at the side of your head. And he reaches Ours up. going to smack his hand up. <laughs> he smacks his hand. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And he's just smacking a copper piece. Goes flying out. The head stuck with him behind his fingers. Hey! And uh, one of his the guys like, yeah, the copper piece the whole time. Like, yeah, but you can't see it from your end. You ruined the trick. Aw. <laughs> Whatever. Right, Sarah is waiting for you. He's... I thought he was going to do a magic trick. Gotta want to know you're back in town. <laughs> 
They turn Thank around, you, Boobo. And walks away. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And starts I can't touch up the my stuff. wife as we're riding away. She's gonna look at Dora, Dora, and be like, "Oh, so he can't touch me, but you can go mess around with the Duchess." If it's you guys, what? <laughs> <laughs> and he sells back over. I said, as we ride away, as oh, we're riding away. Fair enough. Okay, you're gonna pass this and time. It was whisper. out of boobo shot. Out, out of boobo, boobo shot. shot. You're gonna pass this time. <laughs> As you ride back in towards your estate, I think you guys need to be focused on the bigger thing. Gusaren's uh, gonna want to talk to probably me again, and and also me. As far as I remember, you haven't done anything recently. Well, we do still yeah, have the the technically cursed ring of mind shielding. This might be the time to use it. I. This is absolutely not the time to use it. <laughs> no, it's getting very difficult for me to defend your actions and the things you say when they involve idiocy such as this. What? No, it's going to protect your mind, won't it? Unfortunately, I am fairly sure that Sir Gusern was one of the men that the ring was handed to, so if we were wearing it, he might become suspicious. Hmm. Well, I mean, it also can't be taken off, so there's no suspicion there. It's been on for a few days, and you just couldn't take it off. That's a perfectly logical explanation. Genius! We are not putting the ring on. The work of a genius, ladies and gentlemen! I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> oh. Okay. As That's, long as he doesn't uh, ask how long he's buried now, I love flawless. it. Oh. So, with none of the party agreeing to this in any capacity, you guys head back past your estate. And as you arrive, you see a horse first uh, in the, the drive leading up to your estate. You don't have a big drive like the Palace of Birdsong, but the path leading up. A horse with a guard just kind of standing next to it. <gasps> is it Linus? Not Linus, no. <laughs> it is a random guard that you do not recognize. Random uh, Luke 37. Yeah, random guard with a, a halberd on his back and a chain shirt on. The same as the guards that had accompanied Sir Gusan previously when he arrived at your estate. As he sees the group of you coming in, he legs up into his stirrup and mounts his horse. And with a nod to you, rides off towards town without a word. Well, we can accept Gusern shortly. Shall we make ourselves ready? I wanted to go meet him at the tavern. No. I, I mean, if you would like to meet him at the tavern, you are a grown man. You can do what you like. I'm going home. Oh, he's <laughs> not here for me. There's a term I wouldn't use loosely when when referencing Nell there, Dar. I mean, you heard We're that. We're not leaving Nell alone with him around. <laughs> He's not going. It's a public house for the point of having public meetings. Don't you have a shiny new breastplate to play with or something? <laughs> no. This is much too heavy for me to use properly. <laughs> okay, I say we go inside uh, water uh, some wine. And she's gonna wink. One. She's, and the she's going to, to say, not be wearing your armor. 
Would you like some wine? And look at Baylor and everybody and just kind of wink. So we need to go inside. I have my hard cider, though. That's not what this is. You do certainly have that thing. I do certainly have that thing. And you're going to cast your spell to enchant a pretty healthy amount of beverage into the magically enchanted wine like you did before and offer it to the party, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Good time for this thing because they know Guzerin is coming. Yep. I need a drink to dilute all this poison in my veins, so yes. Yeah, same. <laughs> that sounds like a good time. And that's going to last. It taste? Is, it, is it good? Oh, like, it, it, tastes like, it doesn't taste like anything special. It tastes like, I mean, it's your spell, so you can... It's, you it's can not it. the best wine you've ever had, but it's decent. It's good enough. It, it, All right. Yeah, it, average quality. It's specifically average quality. Quality. It doesn't average literally quality. specify it's average wine. So you Moon's get... Farm. <laughs> this isn't the best wine you've ever had. This is like the $7-est wine you've ever had. Arbor mm-hmm. Mist. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The kangaroo wine, whatever that one is. Oh. Yellowtail. Yellowtail. Yellow I know that Yellowtail. I don't know Arbor Mist, but I know Yellowtail. Oh my god, Arbor Mist. Alright. Is Arbor Mist like Bud Light, or is Arbor Mist like Keystone? Because I think we're more like <laughs> Bud Light than Keystone. I think it's more like Bud Light. Okay, yeah. then yeah, that'd be Arbor Mist then. I mean, she can make mead instead. That'd be more I like get... Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> the mead you make with this is pretty much literally magic Bud Light. So... <laughs> oh, what it matters, I do have Who wants to go be the first Pathfinder making... stream to get sponsored by Budweiser? <laughs> Let's go, team! When I did one sponsors on top. Hey, we were talking about your drink. It's of average quality, right? You should sponsor us. Both coming from Bud watching. <laughs> anyway, what do you guys We apologize, doing? Dan. You have... <laughs> so sorry. We lost out on sponsorship. I don't we think just... Paizo was seeking the Budweiser sponsorship. But well, they're not now, that's for I, sure. I'm sorry. <laughs> there was hope. You've ruined our dreams, Squid. Oh, so what are you guys doing? Bit of work the... in progress. What are you guys doing in the few minutes you have before Sugusen and his coach arrive? I'll go up to my room and get cleaned up if I can. Yeah, Definitely get probably up. been on the road for a, a de- several days yeah. and fighting through Jambus. You're bloody, you're dirty, you probably smell like rhinoceros. Getting cleaned up is a good idea. I don't know why I went rhinoceros specific. That was very specific. <laughs> Maybe, uh, we smell as bad as the chimera head that's, that's mounted that's, up on our... That's taxidermy. Yeah, well, yeah, but I'm saying as bad as a live chimera probably smells. Um, Well, I mean, as I'm getting cleaned up, I would, I would like to maybe ask CR and his opinion of uh, how, how should we handle this this guy coming around asking questions again. I don't know what you want me to tell you. This is far from my department. Helpful as always, my friend. Well, how about a topic you can't help me with then? Why do you keep hesitating every time I talk about what I want to do? What is it about? You told me Jareth killed my father. I need to kill this man. And I need to find him. That's all there is to it. Well... I'm not looking to stand in your way. Take this as a compliment. I don't want to see you dead. You're too useful. You can do a lot if you put your mind to it. You're surprisingly capable. But Jareth, 
beyond you. Which is beyond you and all your friends. This is a... Level I'm not even sure you understand. Look. What are you trying to do when you get into this palace of birdsong? When you go to take it over? You're getting the papers. You're getting the count out. And what else? Getting it back for Eutropia, probably. You're getting rid of this, the uh, teleportation circle. Because you don't want to mess with Panavar. Exactly, yeah. It's just a matter it. of knowing your depth, girl. Mm. What you are and aren't capable of. Panavar's beyond you, and Jarrett's just as far beyond you. Trust me on both of those counts. Can you do me a favor, though? I guess that depends. I will work hard, try to get better. If you get to the point where you feel like I can take them, will you let me know? I don't necessarily know that I'm the best judge of character. But I'll try. I could go with that. Really committed to this whole thing. I understand it, obviously, the whole vengeance angle and whatnot, but... You don't want vengeance? I mean, weren't you guys partners for years? Or at least he considered you, you hear a partner. You a chuckle. <laughs> That's how he tells it, anyway. You don't know anything about vengeance. Wow. A little anger there. You get nothing back after that. Go back to cleaning up. Getting intimidate checks from the sword now. <laughs> I like it. I got him fired up for a change. <laughs> you have successfully pulled unemotion out of Ciaran. That's you. Yeah. You definitely got something there, because he has definitely never applied to you like that before, and he oh. immediately pulled back entirely and you got no further response whatsoever not even a hint of emotion or anything coming out of him just like he was a mundane longsword so mm. you guys all you're getting ready to receive sir receive circus and you're getting cleaned up you're getting more comfortable are y'all getting back into your normal clothes or are you meet them in your armor i only have normal clothes okay so. people who are not a wizard are you meeting them in your normal clothes are you meeting him with your, all your armor on? Because I mean, I'm sure wearing your armor for so long, it's fairly uncomfortable. You've had it on alone for a long ride all day, but <sighs> I know how you all feel about Circus Aaron, so I feel like it's a question we should establish beforehand. I'll be in my normal clothes. Yeah, King, you know, will be. Uh, Same I, recreation yeah. gear, I guess. Out of habit for showing off his art, he's going to keep his on. Yeah, because yours is painted. And we look more relaxed that way, too. Um. If your weapon's on you in your own home. Uh, I will lean Ciaran in the living room like against something. Yeah. <laughs> against the wall. I think yeah. I'm the only one who would stay kitted just because I've, I've decorated everything. Yeah. Kahina would just leave it. Uh, as we... Uh, Kahina does want to do you one do thing. You have a giant as... glaive, to be fair. Huh? But you do have a giant glaive. It'd be, it's hard to carry that it's subtly. Big. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. just sitting over there and propped up next to the fireplace or something. She's actually like, uh, actually running around like hitting the wine that we all drank. You know, waiting for I'm it to the, turn yeah, back. The magic wine. The magic wine is now put away, and there are just there's just regular wine and refreshments to, you know, as a noble would receive the seneschal. I still have plenty of groceries from the last we, time we, we went don't grocery. know he's coming. There was a guard. Yes, who nodded at on us. On our front yard. But we know what the guard was. But we don't know. I am 99% certain that Gusarin will be here in the next hour. Yeah, didn't Bubo yes, say that he's so are all of us, but we don't know. Oh, I get what he's trying to do. Yeah, but I no. Okay. I got it, but guys. But nobles kind of know. Like, that's just a thing. That's why we're all relaxing and such. Yeah. Well, that, hanging out. So there's refreshments and stuff out for us. Maybe less refreshments. Well, I'm I mean. have a, at least a mug of hard cider. Well, of course you are, because you're I mean, an alcoholic. Like, food. <laughs> when was the last time any of us ate? I could use them <laughs> yeah there's food the previous we, night. we're going to eat all right what are you making because i'm not much of a cook we have we have food <laughs> we know you're not darn hey, you have your crossbow on you uh no i would um probably leave it upstairs okay so this is entirely upstairs everybody else's rooms are inconspicuous weapons are inconspicuously scattered around the living room what weapons <laughs> But yours is upstairs. <laughs> he is the weapon. Okay, well, no, wizard, we get it. You what? He does have a dagger on him. Technically. He does have a dagger. Yeah, you technically, keep, you, I have you, wrist launchers hidden by my sleeves, too. So, technically, I'm still armed. Unsurprised, or unsurprising to <laughs> Where my <everyone>. crown? <laughs> About 10, 15 minutes later. going to hear that knock on the door. This is at this point getting into evening. The sun will be going down within the hour. Where are you? Everyone. I'm sitting on the couch. Yeah, I was going to say if we had had food out around the couch, we could all be sitting in front getting of the Getting ready for dinner. We could invite him in. Yeah. I would probably be in the kitchen. I would be near the couch. You're going to answer the door, I assume. Dara, or are you sending uh, Kahina? Sure, I can go. Yeah. <clears throat> Don't worry, Kahina. I, I will get this. Mm -hmm. Just sort of leafing through my spell book or something. How about that? I'll reach over and open the door. As you open the door before you, unsurprisingly, there stands not only Sir Gusain, but a trio of his guards. He once again is in his full regalia uh, with his armor and his crossbow slung across his back and a, a mace at his waist. And all of his guards are wearing their chain shirts with their halberds. They're all catered and geared. He's standing a decent distance back from the door, about five feet or so. He nods as you open it. Sir Rostam, I do hope that this is a uh, not an inopportune time for you. No, not at all. We 
Uh, we're just finishing up some food. Oh, uh, what do I owe this pleasure? Well, I'm afraid I have more troubling news that has reached my ears in Lothidar. Things that I was hoping you could dispel the rumors on easily enough. Well, I certainly hope so. Would you like to come in? I'm fine here. Now, I've heard a good deal of troubling things, which, taken alone, sure, are unfortunate accidents. Situations that happen every now and again. Disasters, you could say. But taken together, we have a rather interesting story. One that I would like you to listen to, as a matter of fact. I'm very interested. Go on. I arrived here yesterday afternoon to follow up on a few complaints. One of our tax collectors had arrived here not terribly long ago, within the last month. On their way out of town with their due, their wagon was burned to the ground. Now, they all made it out with their lives, but not a one of them can give me a solid story on what happened other than that some flaming arrows were fired from the tree line from the direction of Stockies out to the west. Now, this happened a few miles outside your town, of course. And again, alone, this is simply an unfortunate circumstance. I have several other concerns as well. I understand that you have been fencing thousands of gold worth of magical goods in our town of Lothidar, and I have to question where these had all been acquired. Most notably among them was a ring discovered by a merchant to bear a very dangerous and powerful curse. Fortunately, good clerics at the House of Abadar were able to remove this affliction from him, and I understand this ring now lays in your possession. You're already aware of that. Ah, uh, yes. I am uh, surprised you have not heard of this. Uh, maybe from Bartleby. We have already talked this over quite a, at length with Bartleby, both of these occurrences. And as you look again here, they have their horses all tied out to the fence post, probably about 20-30 feet back in front of the house. Uh, you notice there's a, a fifth person standing back there, kind of just amongst the horses. And Goose, as Gusser gestures for one of the guards to head back over there. As well, a simpler question, then. A more direct one. And the soldier walks over there, reaches around, and nods for the guy to follow him. You see Bubo come around the corner. Dugusen. You know this man. Yes, of course. We met him recently, and he is now uh, working for a town. What he said. And as he steps up, uh, Bubo gets closer, Gusan keeps talking. Now, are you aware, Sir Austin? Oh, hello! Hey! Not sure why I'm being dragged up to all this. Oh, sorry. Hey, go ahead. And Gusan just looks at him. <laughs> and turns back to Dara. Is it safe to say at this point the rest of us would at least be listening? <laughs> Probably. You're mostly in the living room. If you come out I'm of the kitchen, you're all kind of listening. His eyes narrow and focus like you saw before, and they kind of bore into you. Are you aware this man has a bounty on his head from the good Count himself? I was not aware of this, no. Make me a will save. As you can feel 
Gusen's presence again kind of You have into your mind. plus to your will save because of the wine. Plus what? You have a plus two, I think it is, to your will save. Mm-hmm. You get a bonus from the wine? That's, That's awesome. That's why I made you drink it. That's smart. Uh, 22. Good stuff. Good stuff. With that, you're able to just push out his influence and focus, and you say, no, I don't know that at all. His gaze kind of breaks a bit, and he blinks and looks a little confused. Hmm. Interesting. Just the pleasure of telling us your name, sir. Um. Bobo is not the answer you're looking for, is it? Sexiness. No. Trifer. He turns and nods. So Trifer here, the leader of the Wolfsleg gang of bandits that have terrorized northern Marat for years under his leadership. It's interesting he would find his way to you here in the south, not only under the care of Stockies, but under your care directly. You can say combined would, uh, with my speak other... speak up from the background and say, yeah, he's hired by me, actually, for security purposes. You're saying just kind of gestures for you to come forward. And I would. As you come to join him at the door. It seems interesting, the lack of vetting you do on your employees here, especially those you would put the trust of the town itself in their hands. I mean... The man oh, slayed a Medusa. Medusa. The reason we hired him was for his, his apparent skills. It was uh, pretty he cool. He took care of a Medusa. I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn here, but it was... <laughs> Have you seen yeah. a Medusa before? Gusan just looks at him. Doesn't look no, like you've seen a Medusa. We were not aware you, you of... understand, though. Whatever bounty you speak of, and as, as far as we were aware up to this point, we've known him as Bubo. Um, I apologize for any confusion on our behalf here, but we were not aware of any of this. So Gusan turns to Bubo and narrows his eyes. And you can see the focus as he looks at him. Well, I suppose I'll ask him directly then. Trifer, do you have any knowledge of what happened to the tax collector's wagon? Bubo looks at him, looks back at you, and looks at him. Looks back at you. Can I use my ring on Bubo from here? <laughs> you can absolutely use your ring on Bubo from here. We never specified a range, so you could totally, totally give him one. Should, should I still GM roll it? If you, yeah, I mean, just yeah, GM here it doesn't me. really matter. He has, let me see, what is actually his will save? He has plus two. So GM roll me D20 plus two for Bubba as well, Siv. I, I didn't do the plus two, but... That's fine. I'll just, I'll just do it myself. And he looks... Uh, he looks confused at Sergei Sir, and he feels his presence in his head. His eyes go even wider. He's like, What is happening? Oh, no. <laughs> what is happening? I don't like this one bit. Sir Gusan. Typhus, it... focus. You know anything... About what happened in this wagon. Which is... No! <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
It was me. It was me and my men. Well, you know us. Bandits. Oh. Reputation to take a hold of. Goodbye, boo -boo. And he, uh, he's staring unfocused and smiles a bit. I did this. Hate that tax collecting more than about anybody but your asshole count, so I took my man out and burned his wagon to the ground. Seemed like an easy enough job. Didn't know anything about it, obviously. They're good people, but you got me. He Santa kind of raises an eyebrow and turns back to you. Hmm. Well, hope you understand I'll have to be taking him with me. And, uh, one of the guards <laughs> takes a set of shackles off of his belt and Puma puts his wrist out and just kind of looks at you guys and looks back at his hands as he gets the shackles put on. And so Kusan turns back to Dara. Says, well, interesting turn of events, I must say. Not truly what I expected. Perhaps you run things a bit more lawfully than I had believed. I may have judged you harshly. I am terribly sorry that this is why you came here today. But we were with Linus when we were heading up to warn you about the the Night Swan. And I am it is very unfortunate that after what has occurred you it to cast more doubt on us. I really wish that this had not happened. Waves the hand. As I said, take it alone unfortunate circumstances. Truly unfortunate circumstances, but unfortunate circumstances nonetheless. But no, I'm afraid there's one more important thing that has brought me to ride down to Stockies myself. Now, I assume that you are at least well acquainted with the laws and know that I have no standing on which to ask this of you, but I would ask you and your men to abandon your estate for the next hour. Alright, all is there any reason for this? This is. I have cause to inspect it. Is it alright if we uh, retrieve some of our stuff? Looks a little suspicious with that. I have no weapons on me, and I. I you know, with danger the... in your own town, Sir Rostam. We have been. We, <laughs> we have been. I'm going to indicate to the snakehead. <laughs> <laughs> and we Apparently have been robbed in our own home by the night swan it is perfectly it's perfectly logical for us to ask to take our weapons with us if you're asking us to leave the safety and sanctum of our home and as you're shelling this at him he puts two fingers in between his eyes throws his brow on them it hoped this intention would not be shouted for the world to hear across your living room but it hardly I, um, matters now. May we come inside? Yes, by all means, come in. And he kind of grimaces. Sorry to make haste of this, but I believe time is now of the essence. And his uh, soldiers all come in past Dara and Nell into your living room. Everyone's just kind of sitting on the various couches here, watching with their drinks and whatnot. Siaran leaned against the couch next to Anori and the glaive near the fireplace by the gold pebble. The three soldiers kind of just make a wall between the living room and the, uh, well, two of them make a wall by the front door. One of them takes up a position walking across near your back doors and just stands near them, kind of watching around. Look at Saren's size. 
remiss to ask of this. Perhaps it will make my job slightly easier for both of us. Duchess, if you are here, your son would like you to return to the palace. Uh... Excuse me? Hold the finger to you. Mean by Duchess. And narrows his eyes and looks towards no. You're going to find this a bit strange, but forgive me this. And I will trust you can understand it is in all of your best interests you forget anything that you see here today. Understood. Okay. I'm going to nod. And mm -hmm. he walks around to the mounted head of Iron Lash. Looks where you have a couple of maybe little plants and vases on tables or just little like hotel motel room art up on the wall. Glances at it. Moves around over towards the gold pebble. Looks around the things you have adorning your fireplace. Where did you put the skyline of stockings? It was in your living room, That's right? in the tavern. Yeah. Oh, that's not actually here. Okay, fair enough. He looks around near the gold pebble. Things on your mantle. Moves on pretty quickly from that. Down to the southwestern corner of your living room. To the base of the stairs. Where you have a, a big, like, fairly simple, just scenic nature skyline of the setting sun. Looks over this very intently. Play motions to his guards by the door. And the two of them come over and stand next to him. He steps back. Duchess, I can see you. I need you to return, please. Nods to one of his soldiers. The soldier steps forward to the painting. As you're all kind of watching this intently. Really, no idea. What in the world is happening here? Can we roll perception? You can absolutely roll perception. Yeah, I want to What's try happening to here see is he's talking what? to a painting. He's talking to a painting. Mm -hmm. Do we get the pluses to it? Yeah, you the... get the plus two from the wine. Oh. So that was about 22s then? Yep. Uh, 24. 22. And a 22. 22. Wow, these are some... And a 26! Holy we, perception We are rolls. very invested. You're very <laughs> in this. Like, I mean, Nell and Dara uh, move up. Belor heard, forget what you see here. here, and he looked harder. Yeah. Forget <laughs> what you see here. Like, and, okay, he don't wants to know how the Duchess is getting in the house. She <laughs> wants to know. We don't know so she's you, here. <laughs> you yeah. all watch. You all watch very intently upon this scene because everyone's staring at a painting as you see Duchess Valito in the painting come out from behind one of the trees in the background what and she stomps furiously towards the foreground of the painting pulling out a rapier from underneath her dress and Gusern steps back and grabs his crossbow and says, Duchess, please, peacefully would be best for all involved. 
And uh, the two soldiers grab their halberds as well and just kind of hold them at ready. And Duchess Lothied, as she reaches the foreground of the painting here, leaps through the frame into your living room, screaming, rapier in hand. How dare you ruin this for me? And lunges towards the nearest soldier. Oh, <laughs> oh goodness. She's going berserk? I need you guys no! to roll me some initiative. That's hype, man. Oh, now we have to choose. Because oh. you do have what appear to be two problems here that are fighting oh. each other. Oh. I mean, do we? <laughs> do we just let them? Me, the sounds of combat ring out through your home immediately. We roll a bunch of initiatives here, so give me a moment. I have several. We're still not like. You still haven't rested since you hit <sighs> six now. I don't remember. Quite an initiative table we have here. All right, I mean, so, would it have been assumed that we would have healed up on the way home? I doubt you would willingly walk around wounded when there's healing. Yeah, when you have wands available. So, I mean, if you want to take some wand hits to put you your guys health back, told you me definitely that wouldn't have ridden we... all the way back here half dead after the encounter yeah. with Talus. So, Nari, what do you need? Like two moderates? Yeah, two moderates. Two okay, moderates. I'll take it off. That puts you 26 up, which I think is right over full. Yeah. So Duchess Lothied lunging forth from this painting strikes out at the soldier in front of her. And she lashes out with her rapier in a rage. Sticking it through him once very forcefully running it almost entirely through his armor. And she pulls it out as he drops to the ground. She's gonna five foot step forward and take a second strike at the second soldier and cut him down as well. Whoa. Dara. <laughs> we Dara's gonna walk mm. it upstairs. <laughs> like, well, the nearest staircase on. is right behind Valido Lothied. Okay, she's not looking at me. <laughs> no. It's okay. I gave a 99 one time, so hopefully she'll be okay with this. <laughs> you would have to move through this square here to get to these stairs, which she does threaten. So she could attack she an opportunity you as you run by. If she threatens all the squares, she can reach. Oh, I didn't there's know no, like, There's not facing my... in Pathfinder. Okay, what about the other staircase? Upstairs. What about the other stairs? There's something like, I don't want to run past her. The other stairs are on the eastern side of the house. 
The fastest route is going to be to run through the doors here and through the kitchen around to that spiral staircase. So you have 60 feet of movement if you double move towards the stairs to scramble to grab your crossbow. Uh, okay. Well, that is what I am going to be doing. Um, he wouldn't just, like, look at me and be like, oh, no, he's good. I mean, that's up I mean, to you. you. Can, you can go and bank she, try. If she isn't looking your direction, you can She's... roll that die if you want to. I mean, are you taking a chance that you were that good? I mean, 99. 99 is pretty good. I'm just Where saying. are you going? Around is six seconds. You're reactively running towards the close staircase or the fire staircase. Where are you going? Okay, I'll go, I'll go to the fire staircase. Like I don't want to get killed nope, by this nope, woman. Nope, She's nope, really nope. deadly. <laughs> you run out to the silent. Nah. <laughs> right, this guy is no longer on initiative. Neither is he. They are both on the ground unconscious. Kahina. Okay, Kahina. Sorry, I'm trying to see how far this is. That's a part 100... of Oh. No, 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 no. Nothing like that. 100 feet plus 10 feet per level. So that's 160 feet. You are not right. that far from her. <laughs> no. How far am I from Bubo out on the front porch? Mm. Bubo is shackled. I mean, you can see the front, porch, the front right porch right here. Right. You're a little inside the door. You came inside, but Bubo's that's about where Bubo is just basically outside shackled, he's not very far at all. He's well but there's nobody else there. out there with him. There's he's nobody else himself. out there. All the guards came in with them, they left Bubo shackled okay. on the porch. So, they're really not here for him. Oh, that's what I'm saying. So, he's about what 100 is he around 160 he's feet? Like 80 feet away, he's half there. okay. It's like more pressing. So, no, 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 listen, Kane is going to cast message to Bubo. And she's going to tell Bubo to run to Newtown. Go grab your friends, run to Newtown. Tell Vort that Vort and uh, I can't remember the other guy's name with them. Master Mosel. Master Mosel. Tell them we hate to ask this of them. Run to Newtown, hide with Master Mosel and Vort until we come get you. You hear fucking footsteps stampeding down your porch and off into the distance almost immediately. While well, he's handcuffed. He, he takes off running and shoots. doesn't even shoot a glance towards the door. He's focused on the woman in front of him right now. It's a way bigger problem. Yeah, otherwise, Kahina's just like... Da, 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 da. Otherwise, you're just sitting on the couch watching this. No, you have your armored weapons on you. I am going to come to their sides. Oh no. And I Are you am drawing going... your sword. No. Okay. I, I'm not equipping anything. I'm going to come over to where they can both clearly see me standing to the side. And I'm going to I know mechanically I can't. I'm going to be trying to yell at both of them, but intimidating him. Yeah, intimidating Gusard is who you're focusing on intimidating. Just telling him to back off and stand down. Okay, but you quit fighting my living room! Exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh... You see, through his fortitude, he is 
slightly taken aback here. But he does definitely seem to be more afraid of Duchess Lothi than he is of you. As he expertly steps back, crossbow in hand, loading bolts here. And with a flash of energy, you see him take three shots at Duchess Lothian. Let's see here. Two shots, my mistake. I read the damage as part of the roll. Two. She is going to whip her rapier up and literally parry one of the bolts out of the air as it flies and just bounce it by. But the second one is going to strike her. He's going to repeat again. Duchess Valito Lothied. Don't want this. I don't want this. Just return home. And you see the one bolt hit her dress like it was armor and to barely punch through and just kind of hang in it. Let me double check, this dude's like so complicated. Okay. That's, okay. I gotta roll his damage completely separately than what it is on the actual sheet, because complicated things. Double check her. Okay. This soldier near the edge. Well, he's having a difficult time here. Not really positive what exactly he is supposed to do, but he is going to move forward, very much not charge. Move forward and reach down towards her feet with his halberd and try to bring her down. But she's going to have absolutely no success at doing as she easily avoids it, even while taking the fire from Gusang. Inori. Um, I'm going to get up off the couch and, uh, <laughs> 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 hey guys, no, <laughs> um, I'm hoping I don't have to burn an action to stand up off the couch. No, you're on a couch. You can just stand. <laughs> okay. Right, but you're good. Um, go over to Ciaran over here and pick him up. Pick him up. So you have Ciaran in your hand. You hear the voice you had immediately. Oh, fantastic! We're gonna kill the Count's dog. Maybe. Baylor. Baylor is going to stumble towards the door. <laughs> And as he's going, cast a spell and get a little bit of extra protection floating around him. Do a little bit of this while we're in here fighting. Uh, so you cast a spell once again, a little scared of what's happening here <laughs> and seeing what's uh, what's going on. Bring a magical arcane shield up around yourself to protect you. Uh, 
Duchess Lothied is going to swing with her rapier towards the man in front of her. And she is going to glance once off of his armor. And then with her second strike, she is going to just barely graze through uh, on the side of his chain shirt, just drawing blood and doing some amount of damage, but definitely not the instant murder strikes that she had brought out beforehand. Dara. You... Dara's gonna keep going uh, Let's see how much his... distance you need to get there. Because you need... 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 30 to get you up the stairs. And you're upstairs. Full run! You have run has to be a straight line. Huh. You're gonna need, like, three more full turns to get to your crossbow. Well, I guess I'll be back eventually. <laughs> so I'm gonna put, uh, I'm just gonna put a marker on you rather than moving you around. And when that hits zero, you'll be back down here with your crossbow. You are rushing through your house, trying to get Dignity's Barb to do something here. Okay, right. you know. Uh, whew. Kahina's not really sure who to back in this fight. Um,. Yeah, you're real conflicted here, I'm sure. I'm, hmm. <laughs> um, the Kahina's going to start Bardic Performance. Um, which I believe has got... Actually... So here's the question. When you start your Bardic Performance, because you have this choice, are you including Valido, Lothied, Sergius, Center, or the Soldier as allies, or is anyone getting the benefit other than the party? Because you can give it to any of them. Is that obvious? I wouldn't really... I don't know. No. I'm going to say no. Okay. Because it's supernatural. You're not seeing, like, a line of energy flow into people. Mm-hmm. Going to give it to Gusern? Gusern. She's petty. <laughs> and Dara's not in the room. I'm going to take the Dara is not there. So Gusarin is also benefiting from your party performance. Uh, anything else? Um, oh, well, obviously Inori, Nell, and Baylor. No, but are, are you doing anything else? Are you doing anything else with the turn? Oh, uh. Are you just staying mm, on the couch and singing a glorious cheerleader fight song? Is the uh, it does. I mean, she can definitely. Throw, uh, let's see if I have another sonic. If we've got another sonic blast here, um, I do indeed have another sound burst. Um, so I'm on, uh, she's gonna throw a sound burst right here, like back here, so that it will only hit the Duchess. Yeah, with another scream, you attempt to incapacitate. Yeah, she's just trying to stun her. She really isn't trying to actually right. hurt her. Go ahead and roll that for um, me. But I got that magic plus two. It doesn't affect spell damage. Not affect spell damage. No, you just My bardic performance? No, weapon damage. So she takes three damage from it. But other than like the actual shockwave of sound hitting her, 
The only effect it seems to have is her glaring at you. Very angrily. Oh, well. No. I'm going to draw my sword and shield. And I'm going I'm going to try this again. I'm going to intimidate Gusan, telling him you're still useful to us. Don't die. You're here. still useful Just to us. I love it. Back down. Uh, with a 27. He's still shaking. He's shaking and buffed. Let's <laughs> neutralize each other for attacks, I guess. And he's got minus two to saves, plus two to damage. I suppose I'll five foot step. Tigusern. Going to step back. I didn't want to do this, but assist me. And I'll consider pardons. For As what? He casts a spell. And a similar golden shield of holy energy materializes and starts to rotate quickly around him. The soldier is going to five foot step over here. And having no success at bringing her down, he is going to make an attempt to just hit her with his halberd. Which, again, even given the much larger size of his weapon, she ducks to the side and shuts with her rapier like it's literally nothing. She's clearly dramatically outmatching the man she's dueling here. Inori. Inori's just sort of standing there with her sword at her side, eyes closed, not knowing what to do. Everything's happening so fast. Oh, you got six, so you just, you're not doing anything? You, you, you're RP passing? Is that what that is? Uh, yeah, until after Baylor. Okay, so you're going to hold for a moment. Baylor, you wait and you look to party, Dad, <laughs> for guidance. Baylor is going. Make sure, yeah, that didn't require an attack. Okay. Is going to start casting a spell reminiscent of the area we were just in. Bring up a ball of web mm -hmm. and direct it at the Duchess. Oh. Alrighty, so you are going to blast a web bolt towards the Duchess as you take a cue from your old friend, the Baron. The other Baron. And, like everything else has been aimed at her so far, with a twirl, she definitely avoids it as it splatters against the wall behind her. That's reflection the gates entirely, right? So she just completely yep. dodges it. Does it make you feel better that she only doubled DC? I see. Inori. I'm almost not even wanting it to work, so... <laughs> and, uh, you're looking like you're trying, though. You're yeah. showing concern to give it an effort. She is dodging... Goose, dodging a parry, Gusan's bolts, the soldier in front of you, and now the spells all flying at her, and it doesn't even look like she's trying yet. Then after that happens, Inori raises her head, and for some reason it's like her eyes are a different color. Maybe a darker orange, maybe even red. 
as she ignites this Ciaran with the usual lightning and cold. And she goes in. surges up across your blade. To attempt a spell strike on Sugersan. Ooh, we're going this way? Are you charging or just going in? Just going in. Question, did you go through this square? Well, I mean, I was standing right here. Are you going straight there? It's a charge, so you'd have to. So I wasn't trying to charge. But I mean, that's like, are you going straight towards Okay, yeah, are, are you going straight there? That was the idea, yeah. Now you okay. two get an arrow. I'm going to attempt to stand still you. Oh. Does no damage. It just stops you. So does that hit you? As a combat maneuver. Yeah, my base attack and combat maneuver are identical. How are they? So does yep. that beat your... Uh, well, my, um, is my CMD affected by the fact that I'm not wearing my armor? No. No. Wait, no. Uh, standstill is an attack roll. It's definitely a combat maneuver. Okay, so if he beats that, then he stops me? Uh, that's I'm double checking if that's. You did melee, right? Your yeah. melee rolls 10, your CM. Yeah, yeah, it's the same. It's the same for you. Your melee and your CMB are both 10. So that does beat your CMB. So she rushes in. With her sword ignited with ice and lightning, you put your foot down and hold your sword out and stop. Uh, you fling your arm out and just body check her and stop her right there. Lothied is going to strike twice more at this uh, soldier in front of her as she five foot steps around. And her rapier now hitting quickly and precisely pierces through two more times and the guard staggers back a little bit, clearly injured. Dara will be back in two more turns. He is upstairs. You can hear his feet stampeding across the, the upper floor, desperately racing for Dignity's barb. Kahina. So Kahina's... Uh going she's keep going she's or uh she's telling the tale telling the wonder the tale of the magnificent fight she is witnessing uh for the next round of her bardic performance and since there is no obvious indicators of who gets what the duchess is now affected by kahina's bardic or just the duchess just the duchess is you switch your Bardic performance to performance. the Duchess instead of Yusuf. Can I know I have it on both of them? Oh, you, that's what I was asking. They're both within my range. Everybody gets up yeah, on Yeah, they're both within my range. <laughs> okay, I mean, sure. That's just going to make them more rocket taggy against each other. This is, sure, this why is, not? There is method to my madness. Yeah, you just want one of them to kill one of the other ones and get it over with. <laughs> Pretty much. And so, using message again She's to the so, Duchess. You're so the, casting this fight. <laughs> oh, look at that takedown! Yeah. <laughs> folks, that makes a body total three for the Duchess! Oh, no. Can sir, take it. Wait, 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 I'm not oh, done! Yeah. Oh, you are doing stuff? Oh, okay, I thought, you, I thought you were just, just standing there. Ca- I was carrying on my performance and okay, making sure Okay, I thought the you were just standing there and shotcasting. No, She's going to cast message at the Duchess after, and she goes, All for show, I assure you, end him. She's telling her to end Gusern. So you cast this message to uh, the Duchess. Like 
It doesn't appear to react to you. No, she, uh, um, let me double check, actually. Basically telling Hold her the up. sonic, the sonic blast was, oh, she may not get through, like, mental shields or whatever. I didn't know if it was. Now, I'm Missy. checking if she, yeah, you're, you're good. You, you, it goes through. Okay. Yeah. To, um, I had to double check something, girl, because that could have been super interesting, but now we're okay. Yeah, but it's just regular uh, you know, interesting. I, I'm assuming when you get the bardic performance, you feel like supercharged. I mean, probably a plus a two bit. is a big okay. benefit. Yeah, you would definitely so feel. Basically, stronger. the message says the first one was for show. We're with you, in him. Now, I'm going to five foot step between them. We're going to try this one last time. Final warning, Gusarin. Please just back down. He's already shaken for one round, so he remains shaken for one round. Do we still have the plus two from the wine? Or is that, that no, plus two? It, it would be, be for way higher yeah. to make a difference. Gusarin, there's a chair in the way. I'm going to gonna... immediate action five foot step to here. Okay, he's going to five-foot step that. You step up beside him, uh, blocking him off from the main body of the room. As you move closer to your obligation around this your furniture here, and he takes the opportunity to step back to the side of the fireplace, uh, ducking behind it a bit with his crossbow. Sir Stalwart, help or get out of my way. And he is going to cast another spell. And as he does, you will see similar scintillating golden energy flow through his crossbow. Uh, the last remaining soldier is going to five foot step over to put himself still between the Duchess and Sir Gusarin as he just continues to do his best. And it just cannot land a hit on her at all. Baylor. Elor is going to turn to Gusern. Gusern's got and some good distance. He's got like he's got 15 feet of distance though. He's made range. Turn to Gusern and try to remove some of his advantages. The Duchess is saying nothing as this fight continues. She is like a machine of focus in here as she just continues to duel with whoever happens to be in front of her that turn. And you attempt to dispel some of the effects on Sukusan. Are you trying to dispel anything specifically or are you just going to roll and see what you get? I'm just going to roll it at him. And I am slightly better at this than one might think. Uh, with a 25, that's pretty good. So let me double check what buffs he has on, because you're going to dispel one of them at random. Because they're all the same caster level, because he cast all of them. Um, He's only got two things that are actual spells. So roll me a 50-50. Either going to dispel his shield, or the power off of his crossbow. Flip a d2. Just yeah, I do a D100 just for fun. D100. 
16. So. The lower half, so we'll go with the first one they put on. So you dispel, and the shimmering shield of uh, the holy energy disappears from around Gusar, and he's left more vulnerable. Tells out, what are you doing? Are you insane? I couldn't get completely behind the couch, could I? <laughs> yeah, running jump! Feet. 30 feet? You can dive behind the couch. Acrobatics. I <laughs> mean, couches aren't very tall, so... Yeah, you can totally still... dive behind the couch. Dive yeah. behind the couch. Inori. <laughs> uh, definitely gonna shoot an incredibly angry look at Nell and move around him so he can't uh, put hands on me again. Try to go around to, let me count this out, because I don't know if I can. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. You'll be one off getting to Sergei Saren if you don't pass through any of his face. Take you 35 feet to get to him. All right, you're, instead. You try to make it through his standstill, or you can't get there in one round. Or one move action. And instead, uh, I will cast one of Anori's favorites, a word, and she's going to vanish completely from the fight. Again. And with that quick burst of magic, as you said, one of your favorites, once again, you simply disappear. That's just Lothied. Is going to strike two more times with her rapier. And as she does, the third soldier falls to the ground. And she is going to five foot step up towards Nell and flashes a very insidious looking smile towards him as she gets close before turning her attention back towards Kusan. I will be back after another round here. Thomas back. He's got he's got dignity's barb. He's hurrying. Now he's just trying to make his way back downstairs. Kahina. Kahina is going to continue with her play-by-play. -play. And Nori's disappeared, folks. We don't know where she's been. We don't know why Nail stopped her. And the Duchess continues her blood-soaked traverse across our living room floor. Meanwhile, as she does her erotic performance. She will be pulling the uh, buff off of Gusern. It's still on the Duchess, though. Kahina, there's some darkness there. I like it. Oh, she's... magic. Uh, the magic of her bardic performance fades from Gusern, leaving him just with his glowing crossbow and his own powers. Nell. In response to hearing that, I will say I was hoping to reason with him, but that time has passed and I will move here to block potential exit. Duchess Vlito is certainly not going to make an attack of opportunity as you move across to the back door now as this fight has sprawled all the way across your living room. And I'm going to intimidate Gusern again now that he is trapped in the corner, telling him he has no choice but to surrender. It's over. Once again, consistent fives. His round. Time to change the color of your dice, bro. 
Gusern, enraged, is going to step right in front of the fireplace. We're going to cover to face the entirety of the room as he just looks around in a fury. This is treason! This is heresy against Abadar! And he's gonna raise his crossbow and he is going to fire one shot at Nell and one shot at Baylor. Double check because his modifiers are all totally wrong too because he's a ton of buffs. I'm at 24 currently. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how much higher it is than what the die shows me. That's. He bounces a crossbow bolt off of Nell's shield and lands one on Baylor. And you don't have anything with your mage armor on right now, do you, Baylor? I have shield, not mage armor, but it's or the same shield, buff. not mage armor. Yeah, yeah. same, same. And thing. attempting to hide behind the couch. And yeah, I gave it. you the cover. Yeah, so <laughs> well, let me just let me just double check with the cover of the couch. You are at twenty-one right now, right? Uh, I'm missing deck, so it's actually 20, so... Well, 20 of the point is definitely hit yeah. you. And as this crossbow bolt strikes you, you feel magical energy blast out of it and surge through your body. You take 20 damage. There's your turn, though. I'm all... Let Kahina know I can't take another one of those. Duck. <laughs> go prone. Full cover, my friend. You can't go prone. It gives you four more AC against range attacks. I, I, I am considering it. You can cast a spell and then go prone. Dropping prone is yeah, a move action. That's, I am going to let out a scream that no one but the Seneschal is going to hear. Ooh, <laughs> five, five, six. That's some good D6s, my dude. He is He's gonna... got the minus two from being shaken. He is still going to make the save with right. the minus two. So he takes eight sonic damage. As you see his eyes start to go wide and he kind of realizes the odds he has against him here. He yells out, Bartleby will have your heads! And then drop down completely behind the couch. <laughs> he dropped probably like, nah. <laughs> Inori. Take that. Inori's going to take that moment of his um, rage and being distracted and her being invisible to get right in front of him. And finally deliver that. Um, what spell I was going to do? I loaded in there. Uh, oh man, his have, footed is not good. <laughs> yeah. Empowered. That's okay. Shocking grasp. Ooh. You took empower spell. Yeah. Ooh. All Measure right. Arcana. Yes, sir. Oh, it's the Magus Arcana. That's right. All right, give him the slap. Give me that attack roll. 
Is the spell strike? Uh, the Kahina buff adds two. Mm-hmm. Yes. To damage and to hit. Okay. Oh, come on. With a 20. Now that you have attacked, you're not a invisible. 20. I mean, you action five footstep. A 20 will connect as oh. you appear right before him. Wait, does that have to be towards your obligation? No, I just have to be adjacent to them. Oh, fair. You have to end up adjacent to your obligation. You step in and you surround Sir Hussein at your fireplace. The lightning surges out of your sword into him. Give me probably a lot of damage, realistically. Right, you're discharging coming... both spells and you have a plus two on the weapon damage. Mm-hmm. All right, here's um, sword damage first. Well, and then all the enhancements are going Ten. to the spell and all that. Uh, okay. Does the Bard Zone give plus two to the spell or just plus two to the just sword? Just weapon damage. Just weapon damage. Oh, wow. Oh, this is going to be saucy. I guess a lot of these sixes on Empowered Shocking Grasp at level six. What's that? 96 damage? Yes. Does Shocking Grasp cap at five? It caps at, caps at five, and then the Empowered makes eight. it seven. Oh, yeah, so plus. seven. And, what the other and two? then the, the other, other two is coming from my uh, sword cold and lightning damage. Oh my gosh. So as your spell discharges, you hit him for 10 with the sword and 33 as the magic erupts out of Ciaran and just rips through him with his uh, his defenses down and his magic dispelled. That just Lothied is going to giggle saying, oh, thank you. Says Stalwart, you fight as well as you look. And step up around behind him. Fighting! And swing her rapier one more time. And as he reels from the ice and the electricity rupturing through him from Minori, he just looks up straight in Minori's eyes. And just like blood in his mouth. You traitors! And she sticks her rapier straight through I'm up in the side of his ribs. What? I'm assuming this kills him, correct? It very much kills him. Straight up through <laughs> his ribs. Out the side of his neck. Deny it? Yeah. Now, I, because he's adjacent, I can consider him an ally and take the hit to my armor. So, you want as she the... goes to strike, you throw yourself in the way and just take the whole hit on your breastplate. And I do not want him dead. You see. That's... What is your breastplate? It's a plus one breastplate, 40 health, five hardness versus this attack. I think it has 10 hardness for being a... Uh... Oh, it's halved, right, it's halved. Yeah, I already did the, the math and everything. It's 40 health and, and five hardness for this attack. Your breastplate takes 20 damage as her rapier hits with so much force 
it shatters the front of it, cracking it in and staggering you backwards to the other side of Sergusen. Did you calculate hardness? Yes, it was 25. It's a 20 after hardness. And everyone in the room just looks at you in shock. Dara, beaten feet as fast as he possibly can, makes his way back into the room here. <laughs> Dignity's barb in hand. Kahina. Wait, 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 wait. Is that your, getting your turn back? is getting here, yeah. Yeah. And that's being nice. It should take you like five turns to get there back, realistically. <laughs> it's three turns each way, but I'm gonna let you get into the room at the end of that round. Just to see okay. this scene in front of you across the living room in front of the Wait, 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 I didn't... Okay. You okay. can say something. Yeah, say when. I don't know if I want... want... <laughs> you can't take a <laughs> shot or anything, but you can say something real quick as you take this all in in an instant. Well, if I didn't know what was going on, I'd probably stay just stay outside the door oh, and fine. look in. Okay, well, it looks pretty crazy right now. It looks pretty right, crazy yeah. right now, so... Okay, you know. yeah, wherever Kena you want to actually is move going to jump over the couch and duck down there behind... Not She's not prone, but she's crouched and just lay hands on Baylor. Um, there. Um... You take it. Surge no, with some... Do I get plus uh, plus two to heal no, from my weapon self? damage? No. Okay. Just so weapon there's... damage. Just. Okay. So eleven so, health restored to Baylor by your healing magic. Mm -hmm. No. Staggered back with your armor now, not beyond repair, but devastated. Your AC is too lower. As the painting under your breastplate is just shattered across the front of it, she just caves it in with the sheer force of a rapier strike. What are you doing? He is more useful alive. There's no reason to kill him aside from your rage at the moment. Let him live. He is good for us. And I am going attempt to disarm him. Okay. This would be at a plus two. So. With a 26, you take your shield and fling it out in front of you, blocking Gusarin's arm, and throw his crossbow on the ground. He no longer has his weapon. Yusarin looks at you. It looks at the Duchess. And holds his chest. Clearly in great, great pain. <clears throat> you. You, Sir Stalwart, I spare. And he points a finger to a nori and begins to cast a spell, making no effort to protect himself, confident that given this opportunity to think about what you're doing, you won't take the attack of opportunity. 
The hell if she won't. <laughs> yeah, here's like... Plus two. At the 16, you go to swing and caught off guard by everything that's happening here. Your sword skates across his, uh, his chain shirt. Duchess, both dude, just definitely gonna take the sail though. <laughs> and also misses, as she oh, seems no. to finally have been caught off guard. And with the reaction reaches, no way. You two bosses probably get in the way of each other. No, because I can take one. Do you want to take an arrow? Yeah, no, I, that was his chance to surrender. I used and everything. He's not surrendering. Yeah, <laughs> Let's take I, your AOO then, now. I used everything at my disposal to keep this man alive, and he was not having it. He is done. <laughs> A or 16 not. doesn't hit him either. All three of you clash well, weapons. That should be 18. Yeah. Because he didn't add the two. Oh, I still don't. And flanking. And oh, flanking. Is it 20 with flanking? Oh! Should be. He goes yep. to manifest this spell. And Nell catches him with his longsword. Spell damage. Ten damage. What do you do? He's still pinned behind my shield. I'll just bring my sword down in behind it through his chest. Just stick your sword down as he tries to cast this spell. And his incantation turns into a, a gurgle. As he slides off your sword on the ground. I gave him every chance I could. And uh, Duchess Lothid looks up, smiling, uh, with her rapier still in hand, curtsies one-headed to both of you. Oh, my dears. Nori's going to drop the sword and just be like, So very much away. for your help. Although he's not wrong, I should be getting back to the palace, I suppose. And exactly how are we supposed to clean up this mess you've left us? You, you're the tribunes, you servants, I'm sure you can clean this mess up. It's I meant with your with Bartleby once he finds his Sinishaw's dead. Oh, please. He's never cared much for Suku Sand beyond the skills he can offer. I'm sure you'll be fine, more or less. Besides, what you came here to do anyway, isn't it? She's not wrong. Is there anybody that doesn't know? A question, Countess, if you will indulge us. Duchess. Oh, the Duchess, excuse the me. The Count is my son. Duchess. I'm in Duchess. Duchess, if you will indulge us. Where... The Palace of Birdsong, what is it to you? Just, is it a home? A prison? My... 
home, of course. I lived there with my husband for most of my life. As the caretakers for the prince, correct? Is that not the original uh, the Lothied family? Are you not supposed to head. Oh, please. I, I don't keep the track of my husband's affairs. That, that's Panavar's business. I don't pry. He'll be delighted to meet you, by the way. Here's a teleportation circle directly in the palace. Excellent. Forward to meeting him. Oh, well, with this, I'm afraid I must take my leave. The, the journey back to the palace will take some days, and I don't want my son to worry too much about me, but thank you so very much, my dear Lady Dentho, and my stunning savior, Sister what? And she will, if you don't stop her, literally lean forward and try to kiss you. Not on the cheek, either. He's going for it. Now? He's going to back off a little bit. Okay. He has prior obligations. <laughs> I'll, just <get> <laughs> I'll be seeing you. <laughs> Dara, like, you're right safe here. now? Our, our secrets up under... are still safe, correct? Oh, of course. I've no business disclosing them. Oh, any time to have your conversation with my son comes. And I'm sure, you'll do well enough if law is on your side. And Martella had to have a plan, right? She wouldn't kill her own brother. Uh, it was the hope that we wouldn't have to. Well, I can believe it's a bit more than a hope. Anyway, I'll see you in a few days, I assume. The Davenel! <laughs> and turns and just walks out the front door. Takes Sir Gusain's horse and leaves. So that's all for this week's folks. <laughs> <laughs> Next week we start off with what do we do with the bodies? Da, 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 da. <laughs>